When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do this, guys. Yeah. Let's go. We are here. It is The Leftovers. We've got a great show today. We are bringing the heat. The righteous justice. Yeah. Come on now. That's right. That's right. That's right, brother. Oh, I know. I got to work on my... That's right. Ethan, I just want to let you know that you are... You are co-hosting with a person who is uh, unfortunately uh, outed as uh, making money on the I know. internet. I'm disgusted. Uh, I'm so on sorry. You. I know. Hey, Hussein Pecker. Oh, yeah, I want to apologize. That? Yeah. Go ahead, Zach. Hussein, Hussein? Pecker. Pecker. Yeah. yeah. We we come we meshed Hussein. Who says Hussein? Keemstar. Oh, yeah. Hussein? Keemstar Hussain? calls you Hussein. Hussain? I don't know oh, he does? Yeah. He said Hussein or Hussan, whatever your name is. And then Alex Jones calls you Pecker at your last name. So Pecker you're Hussein is Pecker mad. is your alias. That's right. That's me, Hussein Pecker. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah, there was a big Twitch leak. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, round of applause to Amazon security on that one, Twitch. Yeah. I don't know how... These huge tech companies manage to leak their data every fucking week, but here we are. Yeah. You were number one trending. Every time it comes up, people are like, got him. Yeah. No, it's it's awesome. I, I was really owned this time. I mean, this time they got me. They got me good. It's just funny because like, so what ended up happening is there was a massive leak. They have the entire source code of the platform like they have they have so much data and they just dumped it and they said it was part one it was dumped on 4chan not on poll but still um and they did it because they said that twitch was very toxic twitch had a toxic culture you're on 4chan saying that so i don't know take it with a grain of salt yeah yeah um talking about like the corporate culture or no streamers no, I think they they mean like I, I suspect they mean like you know hot tub. Oh, for real? It's I, I don't. I mean, I I kind of don't know. I I don't well, know why they would. People think people suspect it might be an inside job, uh, like a disgruntled former employee, because like the amount of information that's like available is mm. insane. What I'm wondering is if they have emails, which I'm hoping they do. Are we going to finally figure out what happened to Doctor Disrespect, dude? That's what I want to know as what? well. But also at the same time, if they have emails, like I'm kind of cooked. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think so? Why? Not like internal documentation or anything like that. But like, I, I if they have emails, it means they have like so much information. That what means that like you about that. I mean, we get paid out by Twitch. You know what I mean? Like that's you got social security numbers and like a oh. litany of different things that that shit's out there already. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> it's Jesus out Christ. there, bro. They've bank, got it. Wasn't bank there, account, yeah. bank account information. You know, uh, all this other stuff. It's just, it's not great to have all that. Oh, it, they they've got all that. Passwords are passwords are also luckily, uh, you know, uh, hashed and encrypted. Yeah. So hopefully that is not a part of the leak. Well, so it turns out that uh, Hassan here, Hussein Pecker, did pretty good on Twitch. 
But right, that wasn't a secret because you were displaying your. Do you mind if I show this? No, I don't care. I mean, it's it's out there. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Are you I, embarrassed I, I at all? I mean, I know that your your subs you display. Yeah, I'm I'm super embarrassed by it. But I feel like that you were already upfront about this information, so I don't yeah. know why people were. No, like it's a simple calculation. No, it's the thing that people love to do, where they're like, um, they just none of the people that are upset at me has have ever watched me, right? Because hmm. if you do, you would know. Like this is something that I acknowledge. This is something that I uh, openly show in an effort to be as transparent as possible, right? Yeah. Um. So if you've ever watched me, like my my fans, my community, they're like they love this. They think it's funny. They meme about it nonstop. But if you've never watched me, then you're like, wow, like they, we leaked it. You, you've seen only like the hot takes. Yeah, this is yeah. leaked. This guy, wow, he he's making a lot of money doing this. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm I'm making a lot of money in the form of uh, subscriptions, five dollar month subscriptions for content that's otherwise free. Hmm. Um, uh, people will always be like, oh, well, you know, that's you're, you're banking on parasocial relationships. It's like, I literally, if you've ever been in my chat, if you've ever been in my community, I don't read donations. I don't read subscriptions. Uh, and that's not like a way that you can interact with me. If you want to interact with me, you write in the chat. It's the most democratic way possible. All you need to do is follow for 10 minutes. There's a 10 minute follow to, mm. you know, combat raids and stuff. But other than that, like you write something, doesn't matter if I have 3,000 people in there way back in the day. Doesn't matter if I have 30,000 people, 40,000 people. I will very likely read it. I'm a sniper. Um, and I try, to, I try to make that as democratic as possible. Like, I want to I hear from everyone. I don't care. I don't want to, like, paywall uh, anything in that respect. That's pretty impressive that you're able to garner so many um, subscribers without, like, reading out messages and stuff. But Yeah. Well, because 13. it's not that at all. It's not yeah. that at all. People see me as... Uh, a leftist voice that has either helped radicalize them or helped <laughs> communicate their thoughts better and they want to support it they are like i like what this guy's yeah, doing yeah it's pretty amazing i want to give him five dollars we we mapped it out last year because i was live 42 percent of yes. the entire year like literally How's like that possible i just would stream for you know 14 hours and then i would go to sleep and then i'd wake up and i stream again because covid I, I had nothing going Crazy, on easy dude my my dog passed away i was like very lonely i, I needed sorry. a yeah, it's all good i i needed a i needed a, a sense of community you know what i mean i needed like something to keep me focused hmm. and uh you know wake up in the morning and do something and and that community that i was able to build helped me with that so I was live for 42% of the year and it came down to if you purchased a $5 a month subscription, mm. which you don't have to because everything is free, literally free. Yeah. Um, it came down to two cents an hour. No, what? Yeah. You were, they were paying. They were paying you. They two were paying. Cents yeah. If you, if you bought, uh, you know, a $5 a month subscription and you watched like all of my content through 2020 you paid me two cents Damn, hot an hour sex lines are way more expensive than that this is what i'm talking about that's right yeah that's what most that's people are pretty saying, impressive like, like i mean you you're number 13 that's got to feel pretty good at least i mean not necessarily i didn't even crack the top 10 dude fucking fucking broke damn broke no, ass it, loser it's it's funny because like i mean critical role is a is up there at the top but they're the uh, like a critical role so they're like a they're like a dnd company they make like oh. professional D, D campaigns if i'm not mistaken dungeons and dragons yeah 
So they're it's like totally separate. They have a super. It's like a network. Yeah, they're like a network. There's a couple people there. So XQC is number one streamer. Yeah, and that's some cheddar cheese right there, boy. Yeah. So wow. So, but the thing about XQC and the thing about Summit and the thing about like someone like myself as well on that list is that like eight point five million XQC made for people listening. Yeah. Between. It's a two-year period. Basically. Yeah, between August 2019 until October 2021. Yeah. And um, the thing is, XQC has been number one on the platform in that entire duration, right. right? And throughout that process, he has had an average of like anywhere from, I think back in 2019, like 30,000, mm-hmm. all the way to now, like consistently 60,000. And in certain instances, like up to 100,000 concurrent live viewers. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Like yeah. that's like TV show level. That's yeah, and bigger than a TV show. And it's live for all day. eight. Yeah. And yeah. he's live for yeah. 10 hours every day. People in traditional media on television, pulling the numbers that people online do are, you know, Multi, way, yeah, way, way, way more yeah. caked up. There's a lot more advertising stuff that goes into it, um, and this is just the payout stuff for subscription and ad revenue. So this is what like Twitch is paying you, right? So for someone like myself, that's that's pretty much like all of the money that I make because I make all of my money from the subscriptions and also the ad revenue. Even though I used to never run ads, but I was is the ad revenue anything too. significant? Because when I was on Twitch, it was very little. I I did not notice at first. I didn't realize. And I was like, why the fuck am I making a lot more money now? Oh, like my subscription. No, I think it's it's a I don't think it's as high as YouTube maybe, but but that I also don't run a lot of ads. So okay, like, so but it is something because yeah, when we would do it back in the day, it was like, you know, you would get like fifty bucks and I would have like twenty thousand people watching and I was like well, I negotiated my contract with Twitch yeah. to lower my ad density to like physically the lowest I could do while mm-hmm. they, without them being like, Okay, fuck off. I used to never run ads until this, but then my, you know, contract came up. And I got uh my agency to negotiate it down to sixty seconds uh per an hour of content. And that's like I mean, that's nothing in comparison to YouTube. That's nothing in comparison to uh, TV, obviously. Um, and uh, and at first I hated it. And now I'm just like, it doesn't even matter. I made it, I turned it into a game, right? But even with that, even running 60 second ads, like to a 30,000 uh, live, 40,000 live concurrent viewer audience, like you, it, it adds up. It makes hmm. a lot, you add up a lot of money there. Interesting. So the point I'm trying to make is like XQC, is is you know profoundly uh, uh wealthy from so Twitch streaming uh he does now so he used to make fun of me all the time and now he like runs they all they all run fucking way more ads than i do which ironically they used to always say i run the most ads but what i was trying to say is like so he's profoundly wealthy but he's also like he works an insane he's amount. He's he's top of the game. Yeah, he's like well, literally never stops streaming. Field and neither do I. Like we just don't stop streaming. Thing is, the top in any field is gonna make a lot of money. Yeah. If you look at the top of the field in YouTube, they, bro, it, you would think it's not any YouTuber you know. For example, like the stuff that Ryan's toy reviews. Ryan's toy review ain't shit. Anymore, I thought wasn't he back in the day? No, he he's popping huge. Off? He, he's still huge, but there's other channels that because now my son, he's he's over two. He's mm-hmm. gotten into all the YouTube content, uh-huh. and um, 
he loves this one baby bus and i get fascinated because i go man because the views you'll you'll click on a video and it's got like a billion views <laughs> so i go okay what so go baby bus social blade and i start looking up all the stats just out of sheer curiosity and you start doing the numbers and your mind just explodes because <clears throat> first of all um Okay, that's a wide estimation. <laughs> Hundred and thirteen thousand to one point eight yeah, million dollars no, a month. They, they don't know what they're talking about. That for for kids shows, the CPM tends to be higher. Yeah. So you're looking at at least ten dollars CPM. Okay. And now you're looking at let's see, let's come down here. Oh, they're having a rough. Uh, they're having a rough time here, guys. Not a good month for babies. They had their best month was a billion views. In May. In one month. In one month. That's so, insanity. So a billion uh, views at 10 would be, I think, $10 million in one month. Right, Dan? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, $10 million Yeah, YouTube month. is a much larger wow. audience, too. That's why, that's why it's like funny when people are like, oh, my God, Twitch streamers are making so much money. And we are. Like, Twitch streamers are making... An insane amount of money at the top, of course. Dude, I think it's fantastic that you guys are. You know, back back a few years ago when we were on Twitch, people just weren't pulling. People were not making money. Well, you guys are making top end dollars now. Yeah, I mean, part you, of that is Twitch Prime too. Yeah, fantastic. Love that, Daddy Bezos. Thank yeah, you. Daddy mm, Beto, love Bezos, you. the Bezos bucks. Um, and yes. so I, I just like you know, uh, people were. Not a lot of people were actually like frustrated at the top content creators because I think I like basically took all the hit. Like yeah. I, I'm a magnet for all of that kind of controversy. Here's the meme, yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking Ludwig. What are finding out streamers make money? Hassan taking the heat for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Asmongol was like thanking me. He's like, I'm so glad Hassan's on the platform because like everybody just yells at him instead of us. Like it's hard to stand up for yourself and be like, yeah, I make money, you know, so what? But. I mean, that's the truth. It is what it is. Like we're, we're, it's just weird because we're a part of this industry that everyone loves and everyone's happy. It's like, we don't want to watch TV. We don't want to watch yeah. fucking, we don't want to get uh, cable subscriptions and do all this normal mainstream shit. All those people would make way more money than we do. So why does it surprise you when people at the top of the game, entertaining the most people working super hard are making money? Um, I think it's not, it's not that it's a surprise because, you know, uh, people expect that, right? Uh, but it's more so just anger that people feel because they're like, well, fuck these guys. All they're doing is like sitting around in their living rooms, talking to a fucking camera, watching YouTube That's videos. That's boomer shit. And playing fucking, uh, playing video games. I, I would love that job. And it, yeah, is, well, and it is right. It's a fucking incredible job. It is one of the best jobs you can ever have. I love it. I, I love it. I'm profoundly fortunate. That's why, like, even if I have offers, even when I get offers from, like, larger media, legacy media publishers, stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, fuck off. It's not happening. Me too. It's like, it's the, I would, there, there why would, would be I no reason for anyone like us to go to yeah. and have a boss tell you what kind of content yeah. you can make. Editorial control over what I can yeah, and can't did, do for sure. when I'm literally speaking to a massive audience, a community that I love. And I, I make enough money that I never have to like worry about anything like that. Yeah. And can withstand like additional cancellation or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? If like people were like, oh, we were, we're going to cut them off. Mm -hmm. um, um, so that's like, that, that's what it is. And that's why I, I make most of my revenue on like, on like every other streamer on there. I don't have a lot of advertising deals. Like I do it every now and then. I did a Far Cry one the other night. 
Oh, yeah. You know this. I have a hard time with ads regardless. But um, I refuse to do ad deals like 90% of the time on my Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, when advertisers come in, I, uh, I don't really do a lot of merch either. Like I have, uh, I'm working on it currently, but it's been, it's been difficult, like, you know, ethical sourcing of garments and stuff like that. Uh, but they are just, I mean, people are just making shit up. Like they just, yeah. So I want to get into that. So they're just like making stuff up there. They want to be angry at me and, and they can't be like angry at it because it's like people are voluntarily subscribing for $5 a month and they literally don't even get anything in return because it's it's fucking free the content is free i do everything for free not only that but i give out my ip for free too so there's like other yeah, youtube that. channels yeah. that just simply take clips from my stream mm-hmm. and post it and they have hundreds of thousands of subscribers yeah they They're, usually post it before you do yeah they post before i do sometimes you know yeah and, so what was interesting about this list was that for because a, a story we've we followed is that um just basically that women are ruining Twitch. These uh, thoughts, I guess, as they call them, or hot tub girls or just e-girls. There's not a... I don't... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see a girl here. Amaranth is the top... uh, Where's Amaranth? Amaranth is the top, like, female content creator now, like, most paid. Um, But she's not in the top 25. Yeah, there's there's nobody in the top 25 that's that's even a woman. Yeah. And no hot and like she, maybe she's the only hot tub streamer. So I find that ironic too about how much people have bitched and cried and moaned about girls on Twitch. Yeah. Uh and they're not even on the list. So fucking east shit to them, by the way, side note. Um Well, Amaranth and and like Alinity and, and many other female content creators, like the ones that have OnlyFans, like pop the fuck off on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, like, but that's where they know, make the bulk of their so, money. Exactly. But the so like that doesn't even affect these these dudes complaining about it. It's like, if you want to go on, it's a whole different platform. But po- I think Pokemon made a good point about it. She said, at least people can't over-exaggerate me making a millions off my viewers anymore. She wasn't even like, cracked the top hundred. Yeah, no, she, see the thing she, with, she's the, number uh, 39, I see. Yeah, the thing oh, with like, she, Iman right. is that, so, like, she's a massive content creator. She has a, her YouTube stuff. And there's the second part of that where she's like, well, I make like, a lot of money off investments and, and things of that nature and you know merchandising and like ad deals right so i don't need to like she's like i don't need to you know do like a i don't need to get money from donations and stuff which i don't even have like i turn off my tts i Mm -hmm. never read it like i said it's not like method to interact with me um but the people were yelling at me they were like why can't you be like pokemon it's like dude my top donator gave me 35 dollars like the donations <laughs> are fucking nothing yeah if you don't read them off it doesn't increase. yeah i don't i don't read the donations there's no like there's no back and forth people donate because they want to be heard sometimes i turn on tts because it's like funny people will make like crack like fucking jokes and stuff but most uh, like 99 percent of the stream is off so it doesn't even matter i don't even know how to fucking turn them off but i could um and then people are like make investments like i i don't want to fucking park my wealth in the stock market like that's yeah but that's like uh, people think that like when you have a few million bucks it's easy to just be like here take my money make me money it's not like that you guys it's it's really not Um, but yeah and and most importantly like part of the reason why the revenue looks like that is that iman doesn't stream as much 
You know what I mean? Mm. She's awesome. Love her. She's great. But, you know, that's what happens if you don't have like, if you don't stream as much, you, do, you don't have as many subscribers. That's how it works. Um, I don't stream for, you know, two days. I, uh, I, I lose 5,000 subscribers. Yeah, you just like rough. it's like that. You see, it. I mean, it's not rough. It's it like, is. It, it it is. It's. I mean, it's a lot of pressure I mean, to stay rel to stay on. But I, but yeah, I'm a psycho. The game. I'm a psycho. So I I I love that like competitive aspect to it right. more than anything else. But um, but I don't really, dude. I don't. Well, I don't you, stress it. It's like what fucking. Oh no, I have fifty thousand subscribers instead of fifty five. Like that's insane. That's an insane amount of subscribers to begin with. You know. Um, Andy No said a leak from Twitch. Shows that Hassan Hussein Pecker links uh, uh, tags you, of course. Send all hate here. But like, that's not gonna that's not gonna shake me. <laughs> yeah, I, obviously. A popular far left streamer and socialist activist earns two hundred thousand dollars a month. This doesn't include the venture uh, revenue earned from other ventures, which it sounds like there isn't really. It was also re uh, recently revealed that he purchased a two point seven million dollar West Hollywood mansion for yeah. shame. Brilliant, you brilliant fucking reporting by Andy No, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Pecker Thanks. is mad. It's just weird. Is they're they're like they're literally just like. Man, this guy's successful, dude. I fucking hate that. <laughs> like, all right, thanks, dude. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say. Um, thank you for telling everyone how successful I've been. Yeah, the whole thing, the whole con consistent uh, shaming of you for buying a house, having a good income from Twitch, it, the whole situation is just so odd to me because there's nothing inherently wrong with being wealthy right i mean like there is a point where probably upwards towards a billion plus where it becomes an issue but like having a few million dollars ten, tens of millions of dollars in my opinion is there's nothing wrong with making that much money nothing inherently wrong with with socialist principles either um so here's where uh you and i differ i think uh oh so I, first of all, I believe that uh, it, for, it's functionally impossible to generate like uh, a, a certain level of income, probably in like the tens of millions without um, hiring people and then uh, profiting off of their labor. It's just a simple Marxian term, profit being, okay. profit being theft. The difference between you and I, I think, is that you are a capitalist. I am for not. Sure. So when you hire people, um, you extract their surplus labor value in the form of a profit. Yeah. And then you use that profit for whatever. You can pocket it if you want. You can use it back and reinvest it back into your business if you want. Um, and someone on the left, someone who is anti-capitalist would say, I believe that there should be a more democratic process in the way that that profit is distributed. So, for example, uh, I have two editors on my YouTube channel, mm -hmm. and it's not a full-blown cooperative corporation because I'm still the main, like, service provider. It's not like we're fucking making pomegranate juice or something, or we're not doing commodity production, right? Um, but they dictate what they do. They dictate their own hours. They dictate uh, what kind of content that they want to make. They guide the direction in, in its entirety. They guide the direction of the How channel in its them? entirety. Um, so the, the thing that I'm designing currently up until recently, I was just like paying them a flat fee that they asked mm -hmm. and that I would just increase whenever revenue increased. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, this you're 
not asking like so i'm just going to give you more money Mm because the channel's making more money but now it's gotten to a point where like the channel makes uh, a decent amount of money Mm -hmm. so um i'm just going to give them the flat fleet flat fee plus um half the revenue overall okay of the entire channel and um and not only that but then also don't get any ideas over there dan not only that fucking revolution back here not only that but (laughs) yeah oh yeah we will um we will figure out how to contract out like other editors well, wait, if we need wait, wait, to wait. and expand if we why want not give to. Give them a, a cut of your main source of income. Why? Why? Uh... Because they don't touch the main source of income in any meaningful capacity. The main source of income in the form of like the Twitch stream is just is just me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just working on what I'm creating on so Twitch and point, then adding value to that. At what point can you hire someone to help you on your main channel without? having to pay them an enormous amount of money that they, that like you've you've built this thing by yourself from the ground up so how can you ethically hire somebody to work for you either researching or uh yeah let's say let's say researching preparing stories like we have you know yeah um how would you pay that i think a distribution of of profit there considering like how unique what we do is because like you're the content you are providing the service right Mm -hmm. it's not like um you're a factory owner and you don't really do anything you're not on the fucking assembly line if you're a factory owner but when you're the content creator yourself you're the one who probably edited the videos until a certain point and now you have editors right Mm -hmm. so but you're still the one who's like directing the content and you're still the one that's being filmed. So it presents a unique op- unique problem, really, mm-hmm. from a, at least a Marxist point of view. Something that I think about all the time, something that I was thinking about even before I became this successful and I never thought I would, is like, how do I ethically uh, contract out people or hire people? So, um, well, one thing I do is basically just ask them, like, how much do you want to get paid? Like, yeah, but what do you in want my experience, it? when you ask people how much you want to get paid, especially in this realm, what they'll tell you is it's fine. Like they, they, they I, I think they're exactly, they're used to getting fucked. Yeah. So like when I ask people generally, what, what's your, what do you want to get paid? What's your price? And I always pay them what they ask, but it, but, it, and then sometimes more you offer more. Cause you're like, that's stupid. I'll pay you more. Like, yeah. Yeah. But in general, if you ask, what do you want to get paid? People are going to ask you know, way, 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 way less than... No, literally. So I work is worth. So I add on to it. Yeah. Um, but still, it's like... So you do, So if you made a... If you hired someone to work with you mm-hmm. on your stream, you would not pay them a percentage. No, I would. I would pay them a percentage. I don't know what, like, the, the adequate distribution would be, and I have no idea. <laughs> and also, part of that is, like, this is a double problem for me. It's a problem because I think about the ethics of uh, hiring someone like that, like as a full-time employee, um, uh, and and like how to uh, offer them adequate pay mm-hmm. for the amount of value that they're providing mm-hmm. for me, right? Because that's what labor is. Labor creates value. There is no value without labor. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my situation, there is value without labor because I'm the labor, mm-hmm. right? Do you see what I'm saying? Because we're not like... If you, if you were making this chair or if you were making this desk and you owned a factory that made these uh, desks, mm-hmm. right, you would not be able to make the desk on your own. You would have to hire someone to make the desk. Mm-hmm. But in my situation, 
even without anyone else, I can still keep it going, right? Because I have a community and all that. And that's, that's it's like back and forth uh, conversations seem, and whatnot. It seems maybe you're overcomplicating things in that it might make you more hesitant to hire somebody. Oh, for sure. It definitely has. Which to me seems inherent inherent issue with this philosophy because at the same time, you could easily pay someone the market value for a job of researching. You could even double it pay, and it's you're mm -hmm. gonna end up hiring someone with a fantastic uh, salary yeah. It's probably a, still a very small fraction of your overall income, mm -hmm. but for, but like double the market wage, let's say triple even, still a small fraction of your income. Mm -hmm. There's people that need jobs who want this job, who are going to be happy, sustained, getting what they need financially, and that that to me is seems like there's no there's no problem past that. And, so, and actually, there is a problem in thinking and complicating things the way you do is because you don't get the help you need. And this person doesn't get a job. So that comes to the, that leads me to the second problem there, which is that I don't want to manage. I'm not a good manager. I'm not a good business owner. And I don't want to do that. I worked at the Young Turks. I saw how that operated. 26 employees. It grew, grew, grew. There was like they raised money and all this stuff. And I saw the complications that came about, right? And I don't want that. I don't want to, I don't ever want to do I'm that. I'm just talking about like one person to help put stories yeah. for you together. No, not I, like, I, a, I not putting together like a corporate empire. No, I, I, I totally understand that. So that's why I don't focus on permanent growth like most people do. Uh, I think that's like baked into our uh, understanding of the world. Like that's baked into your success. Everyone, everyone does this. I care more about, I mean, I obviously care about like, Revenue streams, uh, mm -hmm. clearly, because mm -hmm. money is freedom, uh, sure. ultimately. But I care more about sustainability. I care more about just uh, having fun and having, uh, being free of editorial control, being free of like any sort of scrutiny or fear that uh, I might get fucking canceled or whatever. Like that's what I care about more than anything else. So I can, I'm perfectly happy doing exactly what I've been doing and continuing to do that. And if it grows, it grows. Like a person that I actually think has an incredible business model that I really, despite like our disagreements, uh, that I really, I guess, uh, think is is great, uh, his business model uh, at least, is PewDiePie. Like I think that the way that he has been able to... He has a very light touch. He works with like two editors, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I, I love that. I want that. That's precisely... And he's also a workhorse, so like, yeah. But that's what I—that's what I am too. When I exactly you, I think you guys have that in common. But I was shocked when I found out you didn't have anyone to help you because it can help consider. I mean, it, it can just be a huge help. It's a win-win. That's the thing. It's like some. There are times when capitalism. <clears throat> I personally think capitalism is a great system. I am a capitalist, and like the situation I described is a win-win. Everybody's happy, right? But here's the thing. Well, not Here, necessarily. I think in the situation, in situation I describe, in, your, in your situation, they are because there's a there's a lot of times where capitalism does exploit labor, for sure. And like you look at like Walmart and Amazon and the companies like that, where they're like publicly traded and they're serving you know the interests of their board and and etc. Yeah. Then what Shareable. they do is they squeeze motherfuckers as tight as possible without popping them, right? Yeah. But in the case of you being a capitalist business owner and hiring someone. 
paying them a, a good wage. That's a win-win. But my, my, my philosophy on capitalism is that I would say in general, it's a fantastic system, but I also have like a big asterisk next to it in which I do believe in big government. I do believe in social programs. Like there are some, uh, there are some verticals of business that should not be privately owned, like like jails, like healthcare, uh, medicine in general, you know, stuff like that. It should not be. It's just too important to the public welfare to be run by private businesses. Yeah. And also, I believe that on the top end and on the bottom end, there needs to be regulations and control and ban and and rubber bands to keep capitalism on the rails because it will ultimately. Um, it undermine itself. It'll undermine itself. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we have in America is a system since the Reagan era, the neoliberal uh, reforms during the Reagan era that have like completely dismantled any sort of antitrust laws that we have that have created all of these oligopolies uh, that engage in price leadership, not price fixing, <coughs> but that has created this like awful system in which like your utility providers suck, um, your ISBs suck. And there's no way to like combat that. Uh, they'll get billions of dollars from the government and then refuse to fucking actually implement yeah. fiber. You know what I mean? They'll get billions of dollars to like improve the, the speeds and then they just awesome. like don't use it, you know? And there's nothing. There's no way to retaliate against so, that. What I, I did want to, I did have a specific so question for you. I would say that you're yeah. a social Democrat. And the okay, difference between so yeah, me and yourself, yeah. if that's what your question was going to be, yeah, kind is of. that I am a democratic socialist. So I don't, I believe that like, ultimately um a better future is possible and that that revolves around original uh, initially getting to uh, so a social demo a social democratic america like norway okay turn america to norway tomorrow great but that system itself still uh heavily relies on exploitation of the third world that system itself still heavily relies on imperialism uh and and uh, in order for it to continue and so much bloodshed that is overseas that we don't even see, so we don't even think about it or comprehend it. And I think that in order to solve that, in order to especially combat like the upcoming uh, mass migration that is going to occur as a consequence of the climate uh, crisis mm. that we're facing, for example, we need to uplift the working class all around the planet and not just necessarily try to, uh, it, through a series of like patchwork social uh, welfare programs, uh, help out you know our country here and there because hmm. there is no other solution i see beyond that or fascism well for and, sure and that's what's so weird to me when i see these huge companies and congress failing to regulate them is that ultimately like uh late stage capitalism you kind of as you see it here yeah it's it's self-defeating it's self-defeating because yeah. for capitalism to really survive, for society to be healthy and well-oiled, you need harmony. You need people on the bottom specifically to feel comfortable enough and content enough to where they're not going to want to start killing people. Yeah, I mean, and that's what social, so that's what welfare states do. Some leftists, some anti-capitalists hate uh, the welfare state hmm. because they see it as a continuation of the capitalist system and that's why they don't even like social democrats i'm not one of them uh but because i'm a, a dirty revisionist as they would say uh but i understand the necessity of of exhausting the state machinations to its uh to its final conclusion 
while simultaneously organizing, unionizing, making sure that there is uh, you know direct action taking place to make sure that the the current existing system that is a capitalist one that is built to uplift capitalist uh, uh, commodity production for sure uh, can be dismantled while simultaneously improving the material conditions of the working class. And I guess like the difference is that I believe that inherently under a capitalist organization of the economy, there is a very simple contradiction between the two classes, those who own businesses mm. and those who work for businesses, the wage uh, laborers, right? If you've ever worked in retail or anything like that, you want to work the least amount of hours for the most amount of pay. Mm -hmm. Your boss, on the other hand, wants you to work the most amount of hours for the least amount of pay. It's that simple. And that contradiction is unsolvable um, without, uh, or, or that contradiction is unsolvable in our current organization of the economy. Social democracies seek to address some of that through price controls, through a sequence of regulations that you mentioned. Um, and unions, uh, obviously, um, which create an opportunity to collectively bargain for mm -hmm. all uh, working class interests. But uh, ultimately, it's still that that exploitation still exists there, and it just moves overseas. And if you can't find someone to exploit or natural re natural resources to extract, then you create an uh, environment that makes it so that you can exploit and you can extract natural resources. And that's where imperialism comes in. Mm -hmm. And we've done this so many times as the United States of America, the hegemonic power in Iran, uh, Mossadegh wanted to nationalize the uh, oil industry, their own resources and British Petroleum and the United States was like, fuck that, we're not doing that. It happened in Chile. There was a, on 9-11, uh, uh, way back in the day, there was a coup against Allende the people of Chile organized, democratically voted in a socialist leader, and they did a, they did a, a coup, an America-backed coup, happened all around Latin America, happened all around Africa. Um, so, you know, we have been carefully stopping any sort of like counter to uh, capitalism, any sort of economic organization that even runs counter to uh, capitalism from existing anywhere that we can actually change the outcomes uh, in without scrutiny. And that's why you see Norway and social democracies uh, operate without a lot of like American involvement or American influence. Like Norway's fucking forestry is nationalized. Like the entirety of the extraction industry in Norway from forest Isn't to oil. It true? Isn't it true that Norway has a shitload of money because they're just fortunate to be sitting on a ton of oil? I mean, but there's... That doesn't a, that help fund their social programs quite a bit? Yeah, Venezuela does too. Norway also has forests. But the difference between Norway and Venezuela, and I love drawing this parallel, is that, yeah, sure, there's corruption, of course. Um, Chavez was good. Maduro, not not as much. Not great. Um, and, and also brutal as well. But the difference between Norway and Venezuela is that, well, Venezuela was not allowed to participate in the global yeah, they, marketplace they despite the their for yeah sure. exactly yeah. they they get abused by uh the <laughs> so you, you you think venezuela would be an uh a norway-esque country if it wasn't for intervention from western countries specifically united states yes if it if they were allowed if the united states didn't actively uh well, that's a fucking shame yeah, I mean, and ironic too because it's like such a talking point of the right to be like socialism doesn't work. Look at Venezuela. Yeah, and and my point always is like Cuba is a great example of this too. It's like 
if it doesn't work, then just like let him fucking exist. You know what I mean? And and it'll blow up on its own. Why why can't you just let these countries fucking exist and and participate in the global economy? Like why can't you let foreign capital still come into the country? Um, why do you have to constantly you know facilitate business plots in other countries? Uh, and and you know hype up a couple well, like, of okay, billionaires so what, to like overthrow keep, the government. You keep saying Norway. What do you think about Sweden? Because they don't have huge oral reserves, but they're also like a mo I, I consider a model country that is uh, you know has a strong economy. Sweden has more billionaires than any other country per capita. Norway has more billionaires per capita than the United States as well. Yeah. Yeah. So like by the way, that flies in the face of people that say like, oh, you you can't be a wealthy and also be so, uh, be socialist. It's just, that's such a bullshit fucking fantasy. The American Enterprise Institute back in the day used to be like, Norway's not socialist. Like, and they would literally show that there's more billionaires per capita. That's and then, proof. And then people were like, okay, then let's do Norway. And they were like, okay, we can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're like, we got to stop saying this. Oh shit, no, uh, actually they're, uh, yeah, don't, don't focus on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And, but uh, like socialism in, in itself inherently isn't like you can't be rich. There's, no, as yeah. a matter of fact, it's quite the opposite. That's the that's the fucking hilarious part about this. And there's so many different kinds of uh, Marxist thought and there's constant infighting. So it doesn't fucking matter. And everyone is going to have their own brand. And then you have the fucking anarchist, too. But um, and, you know, we love nobody loves uh, uh, absolutely obliterating socialists like other socialists and other anti-capitalists so um i i don't i try to not participate in that as much as i can but the thing is like ultimately socialism or marxism specifically comes from having the workers own the means of production and get adequately paid for their labor the value that they provide it, so it's literally the opposite of people being like Marxism means you get no wages and you get abused by the government and a small fraction of uh, individuals own all the wealth in society. I'm like, that's capitalism, bro. You're literally describing capitalism. Anytime someone is like socialism never works, it doesn't work. Uh, and, and here's why they're literally describing capitalism. You know, um, yeah, because if you look at Sweden, richest man in Sweden, I'm curious. I know the IKEA guy is super yacked. <clears throat> but if you look at Sweden, they have a shitload. Everything's unionized. And the people that work there are make a lot of money. Yeah. Like the bottom rung employees make enough money to pay rent and feed themselves and live a dignified life. And yet these people are still able to be billionaires. So like the what you don't see in Sweden, how, how rich is the Stefan Pearson guy? Pearson. What you don't see in Sweden is a lot of, of Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and Bill Gates. Yeah, our billionaires are well. mega billionaires. It's That's the difference. Yeah, like being worth four or five billion dollars is still even different to me. Like I actually don't inherently have too much of an issue with someone being a billionaire. What I do have a really big issue with is obscene mega wealth that just is like literally... It's it's unfathomable wealth that and and these people become like uh, 
well, you a can't, force of nature onto themselves. Like they affect, they can affect so much. You I mean, can't have, be a billionaire without exploitation. It's just, oh, the, for sure. I mean, there are like actually now in the current state of the economy, there are some labor billionaires. I don't know if you know this concept or not, but like you do have like athletes like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, I think, or Messi that are like labor billionaires technically. So yeah, not you have making, a lot of musicians that are getting up there. And, yeah, they're not. They're you know there are labor billionaires. Like LeBron James like, recently. I, I don't. Came I don't have a problem with. Well, when you say exploitation of labor, like, well, there's Swedish billionaires that their their employees are part of a union. So with you, can well, the that exploitation, I don't understand. So even that is unions are not the end all be all, obviously. Uh, I think that there is a there is a there's an argument to be made about um, uh, decommodification of uh, certain resources that you also mentioned. Uh, one of them, I believe, is shelter. I think that there should be socialized housing. Uh, these are all even from like a classical uh, uh not like a marxian economist uh economist point of view but there's like classical fucking macroeconomics 101 microeconomics 101 point of view these are goods that have inelastic demand and what that means is like no matter what the supply looks like you still need a house mm -hmm. right to survive you need shelter it's in the maslow's hierarchy of needs like you mm -hmm. you need shelter you need uh, uh medicine and you need food and these are uh, commodities that at the very least should be afforded to every single working class person around the world <laughs> unconditionally by the state so that they can, you know, better, you think that, so that we can be a better world in general. Like you think that, but the thing I was people say are entitled, every person is entitled to own a house. I think every person should be able to have a house. Yes. Own a house. Yeah. And so 100%. I guess I guess I guess I don't disagree with that, but it's I'm, just in the current way we do. Like you would need, and and actually I I'm in favor of this, but you would need a massive housing pro project run by the government because you would need like really yeah. effective, yeah. massive buildings built super efficiently. You know what's called? You know what that is? First of all, that's, public that's housing. jobs, yeah. and it's public housing, and that's jobs, and yeah. that would be a wonderful opportunity I, I'm actually, for America. To I'm actually build not. Infrastructure. I'm. I, I'm actually. I think that's a fantastic guy. And again, it doesn't mean that you can't live in a fucking nice house in the Hollywood Hills I agree. either. I agree. Yeah, I um, like that idea. There are like luxury goods that are are because I I still. Well, I'm so a if I, if I'm not, but the problem is now as a business owner, if I'm not paying my employee, you know, a million dollar salary, is that my fault that the government is not doing public housing? Because me as an individual, I can't ensure that my employees all own houses. Like it's just it's not possible. Yeah, I mean, well, your business also might not make enough money to be able to pay every single employee a million dollars. Of course so that's not. Like, that's my point. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not that's not up to you at all. It's uh. I, I, the way I look at it is a bottom up rather than a top down approach, like democratizing the workplace as best as possible. And what that means is like, uh, I would want everyone that works with me to have as much autonomy over their own lives as possible. Um, I think that's like something, even when I was working at the Young Turks, is something that I fucking despise is like waking up on Monday morning to go to fucking work, even though I was like, you know, I, I, uh, was doing extra work that I loved on the side. I still, I still hated it. I just like because I didn't have any control over it. You know what I mean? I had mm. a, a designated time that I had to go into that I had no say on. I had things that I needed to do that other people were making me do, and that fucking sucks. So I wanna, I wanna be able to have that be more collaborative. But the thing I was gonna talk about with Sweden, I mean, and this happens all the time. I mean, they stopped it, but 
you know, there was a time and place when they were outsourcing their production and uh, even uh, potentially rumored to use child labor. You know what I mean? Like they were using when, factories when in Romania and the conditions were wretched. This is all the way back in 1998, of course. And the International Federation of Building and Woodworkers threatened to boycott IKEA. Which, oh, IKEA, yeah. And that is the beauty of unions, by the way. Mm -hmm. If your fucking multinational corporation decides to outsource labor to like super cheap uh, and horrible conditions mm -hmm. in an effort to improve their profit margin for their shareholders, you can be like, all right, we're fucking stopping then, bitch. Like, guess what? No yeah, more and somehow they still make a fucking uh, shitload of money. But the point is like, <laughs> and I love this, it says, IKEA has certainly ended child labor practices in subcontracting factories. Although Eway prefers to refer to local legislation, pointing out that the national laws or regulation may permit the employment or work of persons 13 to 15 years of age or 12 to 14 years of age on light work. So, like, they, this is what I mean when I say that uh, we need to uplift the material conditions of wor the working class all around the world. Mm. Um, Some people we, would say we have done that. Well, you know who's done that? Yeah. Fucking China. Right. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. I mean, in China, but like in general, it's true that poverty has greatly reduced around the world. I mean, without China, without Chinese numbers, it's nothing. Like straight up. You think most of that's just China, Chinese no, literally, rural people make literally money. Chinese. It's like I'm not a dengist myself, but his reforms and um, allowing foreign labor to, I mean, uh, allowing foreign capital to come into the country mm. and basically saying like, we're, we just have a lot of fucking manpower. We're just going to throw it at the problem. And we are going to seize all of the, all of the manufacturing and make it so cheap here in China because of the material conditions there mm. uh, originally that like, um, you know, everyone, everyone started making everything, all manufacturing moved over to China. But then the reason why people's, uh, conditions improved in China and they got out of poverty wasn't because it wasn't just because foreign capital was coming in. It was also because they were, they were reinvesting everything back into high speed rail mm. back into socialized housing, even though there is a massive housing problem in China as well. Um, cause you know, they have more billionaires in their communist party than any other fucking political party on the planet. Mm. Um, but you know they have a uh, they have a more centralized control over their own economy, and um, ultimately, despite the horrific yeah, and anti-liberal uh, yeah, know, the social, the, they're also monsters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like mass the, murders, monsters, yeah, there's genocidals, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, mass good. surveillance. Yeah, um, uh, uh, the the Uyghur genocide, it's absolutely horrific. Uh, 100 percent. i yeah. completely agree with that um what i was referencing specifically is like how they've been able to that is interesting though use, yeah because like you don't have to do that like you know what i mean you don't have to genocide people to be uh while also simultaneously helping and uplift your working class they're yeah. doing that because that weird thing about communism where they demand homogeny from everyone yeah which is what ends up you know well, killing and and just I think what they want is they, they see the Uyghur Muslims, specifically in Xinjiang, as uh, as separatists. Hmm. And I mean, Xi Jinping has literally said this. It's so fucking insane that like there's a lot of leftists who get mad at me for saying this. Even they defend China unconditionally, but um, he's literally said like, "Oh, our mass surveillance program of Muslims, we learned from America." 
Like yeah, we are following up. America's like technique. Yeah, but right. But that's kind of what Russian always, Russia always says too when they get caught. That's like the classic go-to. It's just like, we learned it from you, dad. You remember that commercial? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> the joint. We, we learned, I learned, where did you, where did you learn to smoke? Where did you learn to smoke weed? I learned it from you, dad. I mean, they, they, they do though. They, they definitely, um, they definitely adopt American style mass surveillance and, and neither is okay. Don't get me wrong, mm. but I'm not one of those people who's like, it's okay when Russia or China does it. It's not okay. Uh, you know, yeah, it's only course. not okay when America does it. Like, yeah. I think it's not okay across the board. Um, you know, some people get mad at me for saying that, but yeah. I don't like China. I mean, I get the social program. You're, really yeah, I mean, dude, you're a Most classic, uh, empathetic American dude who is of course still, going to have a lot of like uh a lot of that social conditioning uh that you get I'm in the matrix still you think oh 100 <laughs> percent. yeah i don't know i don't know i mean i get your your perspective my but... perspective is different on this because i didn't grow up in america like i saw the consequences of like american imperialism and destabilization right. sure so that's the reason why, like, when you ask people oh, 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 I'm who the greatest threat is. imperialism, and I think, like, oh, yeah. our, our foreign policy is insane, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just that, I just more from a capitalist perspective, I think. I just, I don't know what's, maybe, I don't think we're ultimately that different in our philosophy in terms of... Um, in the short term, especially, yeah. yeah. I I just believe that it's not, simply enough to uh, create robust social democracies in the Western world while we still continuously exploit and destabilize nations sure, sure. Uh, in the third world and refuse to allow them to develop. One other way that we do this is economic imperialism. Uh, the IMF and the World Bank offer loans, which is what China is doing as well in the One Belt, One Road initiative now, which America fucking hates. Hmm. Um, but uh, we offer loans to developing nations, right? Mm -hmm. We as in like Western uh, nations. And then those loans are conditional and they come with a set of like consequences where you can't do social democratic programs. And I know really? this from Turkey. Yeah, they, oh, they literally are like, oh, you want to do this? You got to privatize your nationalized industries. You have to implement austerity oh, measures. Like, can you imagine? You they, get a so fucking they say, loan. They say, we'll loan you the money you need. But you can't do social medicine? You can't do, you have to privatize certain key sectors. Like they put insane conditions onto and is, it. And, and are these American companies getting involved in these private sectors? Now that's the second part of that. That's fucked up. And then bro. the, of course, foreign capital seizes all of those uh, previously nationalized sectors. We did this with telecommunication in Turkey. Um, but not only that, but also on top of that, they tell you to implement austerity measures, which is fucking ridiculous. Um, and then on top of that, the loans go back to private Western yeah, businesses. They just come and get, you they have to, yeah, you have to literally use the money that we gave you that you're borrowing back on our businesses. That's and not on yourself. That's freak shit, dude. And it's just a loan. And and that is like that is a cycle of fucking abuse that is so pervasive. It happens all the time. And that's the that's the soft power touch. That's the soft touch kind of imperialism that we engage in before we talk about, you know, having a military yeah. base. I, I am, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm fairly ignorant on all that kind of stuff. And that, that does horrify me. Yeah. You know what else horrifies me? What? The quartering. <sighs> That's a good segue. And also, I'm sorry. We like got into really. No, it's fine. It's good. We, I'm we like good. deep dove into this. 
It's good. I, I have no problem doing it. I actually been wanting to talk about that kind of stuff for a while, so I enjoyed it. But I think I do need to educate myself more in terms of like the corporate financial imperialism of like stuff you just described. Yeah. It's just it's just uh avenues and methods of control that are a part of our everyday lives and the the like you can experience it or you can see it especially if you ever worked like a normal job like a wage job with a boss and whatnot you experience that every single day which by the way goes back to the original point is why i was going to say like i understand when people get mad at me when they're like this guy is fucking he's a lot of wealth what the fuck he's a leftist but he has a lot of wealth this is fucking bullshit if you're working at fucking starbucks by the way shouts out to the unionization efforts in buffalo um but if you work at fucking Starbucks, which actually is uh, better work, uh, better pay and better benefits than most other companies, but and you fucking don't like your life and you hate it and you hate your boss and you hate what you have to do every day, or if you work in a distribution facility for Amazon and you're like, well, this fucking leftist guy is is making so much money. Well, fuck him. You know, I'm I'm suffering every day. I mean, that's just low. That's just low tier bitterness. It's got. I, I I don't accept that as valid criticism. It's just, no. I don't like, think it's valid criticism. I think you're 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 being generous. You're being nice, but no. Like, I think the anger is understandable. Yeah, for sure. But obviously, people <laughs> but need misplaced. to people need to know where to place their anger. I yeah. could you know beat my wife and say, well, I'm just angry, but it doesn't make it fucking understandable yeah. or just. Obviously, well, more extreme, but yeah. No, I I I think that like um, that ultimately there's just blind hatred of oh god what a nice thumbnail blind hatred of the wealthy ultimately isn't the worst kind of thing and i say this as like someone who is fucking wealthy right it's not the worst thing it's just you have to figure out where to direct that anger i personally hate this blind i think the blind hatred of the wealthy is so dumb because there's such a fucking tier list getting angry at hassan who makes a few million dollars a year versus it's a lot of money still i know it's a lot of money i'm just saying the different tiers of wealth is yeah. such a huge deal obviously being worth 10 million dollars you're set for life you're good you've got everything you need beautiful god bless but then you're talking about billions of fucking dollars yeah. like these people are the fucking problem bro well and it's not and even people, necessarily people be like oh ethan calling other other rich people out it's like the difference between me and jeff bezos is like a fucking i'm an ant to him well you and i are closer to homelessness than we are to jeff bezos by far yeah no that's like literally but so is donald trump technically that's how fucking wealthy jeff bezos Dude, you is. could be worth you could be worth Fifty billion dollars. You could be a billionaire and, and be yeah. closer to, to broke. Yeah, hell yeah. Than Jeff Bezos. That's how profoundly yeah. wealthy he is. Yeah. And the point isn't necessarily like he's been able to accumulate so much amount, like this vast amount of wealth, right? Um, the problem there isn't necessarily the wealth alone. It's that how you accumulate that wealth. You can't accumulate that level of wealth without there's fucking no grossly exploiting people. Yeah. Non fucking stop without having people pissing goddamn bottles and shit. Shitting bags, baby. Yeah, exactly. And that's Dan the fucking issue. Dan shit in a bag the other day and he's not exploited. Explain what? that. What? I said Dan shit in a bag the other day and he's not exploited. Explain yeah, you that. Guys were, you guys were doing uh, squid games? Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, that was the point, though, is that the point is, like, how do you accrue? How do you generate your Jeff, wealth? Yeah, we, yeah, Jeff Bezos. And then what do the, what those people do with the profound amount of influence and wealth they have and how they dictate policy in a system that already benefits, in a system that is designed to literally create Jeff Bezos's, you know what I mean? Right. And, and that's why it's, like, fucking hilarious when people are like, 
the one fucking successful out of like 10 socialist like media personalities uh let's fucking attack the the guy who's like currently the most popular socialist personality like fuck that guy mm. i fucking hate that guy i get why you're angry at me i totally understand it but it's misplaced anger. It's like, stupid. But like these other smaller socialist creators, they make money the same way you do. They just have less people watching them. So who? what's the fucking difference between the two of you? The means of earning money is exactly the same. One thousand percent. That's, that's true. That is I, I, I joke about that all the time. I was I was only referencing like, you know, regular working class folks who are just like who feel frustrated. But then again, fuck them. No, no, I'm just kidding. Not. I'm just kidding. Again, we love like, the people, don't we? Like so. actual, actual we organizers. We live for them. Yeah, I mean, look, actual organizers and people that like literally put in the fucking work, whether they're like labor we love or whatnot. The people. Those people don't. Those people don't get mad at me because mm -mm. you know they they like what I do. I hype them up. What do you think about the quartering? You have beef with him? You've ever talked about uh -oh. him? I consider him to be so irrelevant that I rarely ever mention him. I mean, I call him the quarter pounder. It's like fucked up. I'm fat shaming a little bit, but yeah, but it's funny. Yeah, it is kind of funny. I have no problem with that as a Dumb. fat person. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, you know, he peed in his basement. I heard this. I don't know the exact details, so I'm I'm excited to. Oh well, let me let me start. Well, so well, first of all, this is the first conservative media personality to to make a video about us. So let's go. Kind of fun. Let's go. Thank you, quarter pounder. <laughs> And of course, he totally lies and takes it out of context. The title is Instant Backfire. Ethan Klein and Hassan Piker laugh at people who died of COVID. And, uh, well, let me start by showing you the compilation uh, that he starts the video with. All right, moving on. The now, you guys that watched know that we had, like, a pretty nuanced conversation about, like, who can we laugh at? Who can't we laugh at? We weren't just blindly laughing at, uh, you know, poor people dying of COVID who are the victims of misinformation. But watch how he edits this. Kane. Can you give me a little volume? Herman Cain's. Oh, I fucked it. Wait. Is that not right? No, no, no. He said Herman. Me. Uh, or you said Herman Cain. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not. You, you got that right. I, I'm just saying, like. Yeah. That's, like, totally valid and reasonable to laugh at Herman Cain. 100%. That's what I was going to say. Herman Cain went to this event. Well, you see how he edited it. And straight up fing died. <laughs> he <laughs> like, I will make fun of you. If you die, I'm going to make fun of you. I will laugh. And worst of all, you're going to tap dance on their grave. Yeah, exactly. I will own you. Like, you will be owned. <laughs> yeah, so he cuts it out just to make it look like. Yeah. But but that's his thing. But before we I get mean, but in, I don't even care, to be honest. Like, yeah, yeah I don't okay. I don't either. <laughs> like, I don't I either. I uh, but basically, before we get into watching this video, just to give you the, the ultimate Jeremy lore, um, he's of quite a beta, actually. He's not, he will never be Sigma like we are. Do you consider yourself Alpha or Sigma? I'm, I'm Sigma. You're Sigma. Un unsha unshakable frame. Right. Yeah. Right. You Except go your my own back way. is fucked up, but yeah. that's so, besides um, the point. Uh, anyway, here is the legendary quartering peeing in his own basement because he's mad his wife got pizza without him. You never know. Beta is shit. You never know. Maybe I'm going to pee in my trash. Crank it up. Crank now. it up. Come on now. This is important. I don't know. My wife went out for pizza without me, and I'm angry about it. Oh, he's drunk. So I'm going to win this yeah, round, drunk. and I'm going to pee... If I don't win this round, I'm going to pee in my own basement. 
I love that he has a women want me, fish fear me hat. Women definitely do, do not want the quartering. You're saying peeing in your own basement is not is sexually not desirable? Feature. Oh, he's a king. I don't have a bathroom down here. King. Oh, we made it. I was ready to pee my pants. I'm ready to, I, I, I don't have a toilet down here. All I have is a drain in the floor. I feel like we're gonna have to use it, though. I feel like we're gonna have to use it. This is in a in a way he's punishing his I wife by destroying his own property. Oh, you're shocked by this? Oh, okay. I'll keep playing it. I've seen this a million pee times. Pee so bad. <laughs> I gotta pee so bad. I gotta pee so bad. Okay. I pee so bad. You I fucking get so up and pee, dude. What the fuck's wrong with you? I'm not gonna survive this round. I he's like pee playing so a bad. fucking baby game while pissing himself, dude. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? I mean, he literally, I mean, he Woo! is actually one of the oh, dumbest motherfuckers. He's, he's, so yeah, he's deficient. I gotta pee you know? so bad. I want to lose so I can pee, but I don't want to lose. And then the, the context of it all being that he's angry at his wife for going out with pizza without him. And notice how he says, I'm going to pee in my own basement. Like, he's going to destroy his own property. Like, also, you know that motherfucker is always peeing in his basement, and his wife hates it because it's disgusting. So he's like, my wife's going out for pizza with me. I'm going to pee in my fucking basement to show her. What, what, I don't understand. Like, wouldn't it just smell like piss where you fucking film? Oh, it's splashing everywhere. It's going to stink like piss for sure. Like, why the fuck? I just don't understand. <laughs> like, I have to be so bad. Oh, and so he bad. owns a shed that I think his wife made him buy so that he can go pee out there and... Why does he just pee in the toilet? I don't understand. He this. doesn't want like, to go upstairs. Don't I think. you dare talk about water. Uh. Wash, wash, think of cold water. I mean, this is sad. There's no activity in the chat, dude. Who the fuck's watching quartering play Fall Guys, dude? Nobody. You I see five so people. Bad. You guys don't know. I mean, know. I just like, I, I literally don't understand why anyone would watch this content. Anyway, this culminates, of course. I mean, he's the really pee, fucking the pee. I, I, I don't mean, he's know currently he's owning like uh, don't don't talk about water. Thirteen don't, year olds don't talk about water on the internet on a fucking baby game while pissing himself. It's perfect. Don't talk about it. I think there's a point here where he it. here it is. I'll, I'll fast forward a little bit. Okay, the difference between the thirteen year olds no! that are playing Fall Guys though, and this guy is that they probably piss in the bathroom. You sure they do? Yeah. You know, when they need to pee, they're like, okay, well, I guess I got to go pee in the bathroom. This motherfucker was like, no, nah, I'm going to pee in my fucking basement, dude. What a psycho. Here it, here it comes. The moment of crisis. He owned the lips pretty hard with this one, I think. Get woke, go broke. Oh, that's you, so broke. at this point, yeah, you can hear him peeing. If you put on the headphones, he's peeing. He's standing up and pissing on the floor of his fucking Bro, he literally did not move far away from his fucking desk. He just got no, up he and is peeing next to his desk. I'm losing my mind. away from it. So just this I like to just bear in mind the person we're dealing with. Um, At that point, it's over. Yeah, so the debate ends here. Yeah, you, you, you pissed in your fucking basement. <laughs> That's so crazy. So anyway, I figured we would enjoy some uh, the quartering, the quarter brainer. I oh suspect he's an anti-vaxxer. Just, just peed in my basement. For sure. Uh, judging by, you know, his Actually, basement I don't, pissing. I don't know if he's an anti-vaxxer, but he's pro. He's one of those guys who's like, I'm pro-freedom. I won't tell. I, hippo rights, baby. Yeah. 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 Anyway, whatever he is, uh, who cares? What a piece of shit. 
What's going on, everyone? Jeremy here from oh, the yeah. Quarter. Volume. And I don't think it's any secret that I've had, you know, my critiques of other Paste content creators at times. And um, I don't think I've always been the best in particular in, in terms of my hot takes and uh, not always been fair. And I think that, wow. you know, after seeing That's this gross. new podcast with uh, Ethan Klein and Hassan Piker, uh, I, I think I actually got some good out of it. I decided that I need to try to be better, um, especially with my Twitter activity, uh, reduce that and um, and just be less vindictive and awful because Ooh, I don't want to turn him. into what uh, Ethan Klein has become. Uh, <laughs> it was just a just a really sad display of um, two multi-millionaires <clears throat> laughing Damn, bro, at you people jealous? who have What's up? Uh, yeah, not he, survived. He's jelly being yeah, this, this is the thing. The, he, he mentions the wealth, but there's no irony there's no criticism of it it's just they're rich also this is this man is not a socialist he is pro-capitalism yeah what's up you dude? should be fucking on your knees kissing my feet because i'm rich bitch yeah I, that's, the thing I, me. that's the thing i never understand it's like people will literally come into my chat and like defend their fucking workplace conditions and their bosses and shit and they're like you're fucking rich it's like okay like all right, if I have all these ill-gotten fucking gains in the form of like people voluntarily giving me fucking subscriptions that they like the content that they're consuming, um, then you know the system is, I guess, fundamentally broken. Maybe you should do something about it. You know I, what I mean? Well, if he's a capitalist, he needs to worship my fucking feet. I agree. He's pro-business. Kiss my feet, bitch. Go pee in your basement for me. It, look, this is why I always say to people when they when they're like, huh, socialism. But you're using an iPhone. It's such an idiotic fucking argument. But also, like, okay, well, you, you claim to be pro-capitalist, and yet here you are failing at capitalism. What's up? Do you have a deed to the factory, dude? Where's your capital? Yeah. Show me your you fucking capital. at capitalism. Yeah. I rule at it. <laughs> Sucks, dude. Change I fucking rule at it. You Change suck at it. Yeah. I'm deep the undercover. Coof. Now, <laughs> you know, the basis for this is like, ha ha, hardy, har, har, har. You know, somebody who was anti-poke died. I just don't get that. I don't understand that mentality. Why not? Um, I think... Well, again, we weren't just... I think even you were like, I don't like laughing at random people who died. Mm -hmm. Like, we were very open about that. So it's a very bad faith argument from the... Well, from the thing the that he cut in the beginning was me literally saying, like, look, the other side of this argument is that I want the fear of getting owned by libs uh, to, to motivate, motivate people that. to go get vaccinated. Yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah. he clipped that, of course, out of context. Yeah, uh, it's sick. Uh, and you know, it's look, sick. If there's somebody out there that was that is like actively spreading bad information and people are getting hurt of it, and then they then then karma gets them. I can understand that. He agrees with us. That's what's the whole point. That was literally the whole point of our segment, and he he openly agrees with it. Um, what I don't get. He did a whole fucking thing. Don't be Ethan and and Hassan. They are bad people. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who cares? Those people fucking hate us regardless, man. Like, I don't he think he fucking did the same thing. He says you can laugh at people spreading bad info. Yeah, that's no, what that's, we said. That's my that's my favorite thing is when people are like, uh, I agree with this guy, but I'm gonna act like I disagree with him while saying the exact same thing he's saying. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Well, no, he's doing a total straw man where he's like, they're fucking going to hospitals where people are dying and spitting on their corpse as they are 
put out in a body bag. Uh, I did that last week. Yeah. That's, it is you know, fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. Dumb. Yeah, and then if you go forward... Wait, here, I'll play a little bit more for you. But, you know, spinning up an entire podcast for talking about for like a half an hour laughing at people who, who die from I don't this. think you watched it. Um, you I know, think even what, if, let's what a lot say, of these people do is they find the highlight guy, and they see the title and then they make a whole video. I don't think you watched our video. I, was, love, this, I love that. You know, yeah. you didn't frame. like this guy or soy he, he, was, uh, He's soy face, he wasn't bro. a part of your soy cult. Everything. You know, he's still maybe a. If you go a little bit further, just because I don't, I don't really think he's worth. The so. weirdest part about it is that like the quartering is not very good at what he does because like I feel like there's a, he can't shut off that part of his brain that uh, allows him to go like full fucking propagandist for some weird reason. Maybe he's like too stupid to be a sociopath. You know what I mean? Where like, we're like just fucking lie, dude. dude. Like, why are you? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, just, just say that the vaccine he's is just, fake. He's just dumb. Yeah, just say that the fucking vaccine yeah. is fake and it makes you gay or something, and like that's somehow wrong or whatever. And well, he would get banned if he said that. First of all. Oh yeah, that's true. I guess would, they do he that. Would get banned. But he said, he said, he said, do it we, like Stephen Crowder does. Complain about yeah, the censorship. Crowder's smart though. He's got like that. He's like a. He's an advanced racist. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he, like we were talking about last week. He's got that high level racism. You oh, yeah. have to think about Crowder's it, dude. just dumb. I mean, I guarantee you Crowder or Quartering's just an idiot. C Steven Crowder does not pee in his own basement. I guarantee no. you that man uses a toilet. He got no. glass. No. Yeah, so he said he's been inspired to be a be better, better person. Per Here's some of his recent thumbnails. Feminist rage. It's so funny because like, like, bro, are you fucking 2021, dude? Are we really still doing? Yeah, no, he's trying so desperately to bring back Gamergate. Like, he's just like, that was a good time for him, I think. Please, yeah. like, please. I need that so bad. I mean, Guess what the next one is? Let's see. Gamergate? This, no! is, this is from like two days ago. I'm not kidding. Gamergate TV series. Like, bro, it's like, this, there was a point in time when yeah, like. look at this soy face right yeah, there. Yeah, there, there was a point in time when like everybody was like riled up. I don't even know anything about fucking Gamergate. Like, I don't know what happened, right? Uh, I don't want to. Sorry, I was, I'm just not interested. Okay, I know a little bit, but not interested. Um, ultimately, like, there was a lot of people that was into the. There was a lot of people that were into this stuff back then. And now all uh, the anti HW compilation people that used to pop the fuck off back in like 2015, 2016, are just, they are, they all look like quartering. They're all like fucking neck bearded they weirdos. They all look like quartering, bro. Yeah, they all fucking piss in their basements. And yeah. they're so sad and so desperate to like bring back that just like mad incel energy. Random fucking rad libs on the So internet. yeah, this is, this is the level of content though. Feminist Rage, Gamergate, and then... By the way, Epic Meltdown, he's using the same women. He's been using the same women as thumbnail. This was like a meme from like 2015. He must be using the same. Yeah. By the way, the Jew still... face one, that was a kind of a weird take. I wasn't sure about that I one. I couldn't tell if Sarah Silverman was like fucking joking or not. I, I didn't understand that. Like, yeah. was that a joke? I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Was it? Can you someone pull up the Jew face thing? Like, I'm genuinely curious. Was she? I didn't think that she could have been joking. That that's so wild to me. As like, but she so uh, Sarah Silverman. By the like, way, his thumbnail I, game is so crazy, bro. Yeah, I mean, look I'm, at this shit. Yeah, he. It's not great. Just just bad. Yeah. Um. Here, 
Let's so Silver, Sarah Silverman said she wants Jewface to end. Um, obviously, a, a shout out to blackface and other minority groups being portrayed by white people or people not. You know. I literally thought she was joking. I can't believe this. So Sarah Silverman calls for an end to Jewface in Hollywood. <laughs> Representation matters. Actually, there's a video to it, so we can actually um, tell for sure. Like, if, what is there? Is there like a <laughs> a, representation like a representation problem, problem with no. like Jewish people in Hollywood. What well, and also I do. Th I think for the most part, when Jewish people are cast in a role, it's usually Jewish people that play the role too. I mean, there's a few notable differences, I would say. But in in, in what she talks about, she cites some specific so examples. Wait, why of the fuck want it loaded? Is this an ad block thing? Oh, I'm not sure. I really want to watch this video. Said it's always genteels. <laughs> I really Bro, want to. I'm sorry, but the, like, look, um, obviously, anti-Semitism is a gigantic problem still in, in this day and age. And, you know, uh, it's, it's at the heart of like every fucking psychotic reactionary conspiracy theory. Yes. But having said that, like, this is like an Irish person coming out and being like, in America, Irish people need to have Irish roles. <laughs> like, we are so close to my dream of Italian people coming out and being like, we need more Italian representation over here. Italian folk, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, we, I, like something that I have been ironically advocating for, we're so fucking close to it now. Like, I want that so we bad. We need Italian representation. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? Come on, man. It's ridiculous. You know. You're selling cappuccinos. I mean, that's our shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's, <laughs> it's true. Okay, so here we have the clip. I'm acting, we can... It's good we can hear it and decide if she's kidding or not. But let's analyze this. I don't think she's... Okay, let's see. Watch. Jew face, doesn't feel good to say, uh, is defined as when a non-Jew portrays a Jew with the Jewishness front and center, um, often with makeup or changing of features, big fake nose, all the New Yorky or, or Yiddishy inflection. And in a time when the importance of representation is seen as so essential and so front and center, why does ours constantly get breached Bro, even today? Real, I'm in the sorry, thick this of got it. real all lives matter energy. Corey, what do you think about this? <laughs> so I've, oh, that's I a, a coworker of mine. It's like that's interesting. It does have a all lives. What the fuck? Like people are People get mad when like there's that fucking show where there's a Indian actor, uh, the Nation of Al or something. It's an Afghan interpreter who like lives in America with a veteran. Yeah. Like people get mad at that Chuck Lorre or whatever show, right? Because it's like the most bazingified fucking, uh, you know, insane American imperialist agitprop you can see. Um, and the dude is like Indian. He has like an interesting accent. The writing is like kind of fucking dog shit. People get mad at stuff like that because representation of like marginalized communities is uh, important because one, it allows people to see themselves in a role, in a mm -hmm. position of power in a movie. And that's important. There's at least empirical evidence for this. But also you get to craft, uh, you get to be able to write authentically about the said experiences, mm -hmm. right? But if there's like, but as far as like uh, Jewish representation goes in Hollywood, I'm shocked. Well, so actually this is going to be interesting. She, she specifically named like uh, the Fantastic Miss Maisel. What was that show called? 
Marvelous Miss Mabel. So yeah. Marvelous Miss Mabel, I guarantee you, and I, I I can't guarantee, but maybe you guys you guys can easily fact check this. The creator of that show has to be Jewish. Uh, right, but the the actress isn't. And the actress isn't Jewish, but my point is, right. the character, I'm assuming, if you guys can fact check that. Why is a fucking comedian who did, like, blackface and shit back in the day and, you know, portrayed herself as Hitler and all this other stuff now talking about, like, social justice through comedy? I, I'm sorry. That's, like, the one well, area where I'm just like, Well, people Dude. are allowed to change their opinions on stuff. I know, but, like, I, I, it seems in a The fact that she did blackface doesn't mean that she can't ever, like, uh, make a, try to make a point about anything. But, but the question that I have is do Jewish lives matter to you? Has, 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 <laughs> Hussein. Hussein Pecker? No, like, I mean, dude, there, this is like a tricky subject to discuss because, like, there's a lot of Nazi propaganda. That's yeah, like, you know, Jews control the media, all that sort of stuff is, like, ridiculous. Uh, if there's anything, there's a fucking wasp supremacy going on in America forever, but, like, no one ever talks about that because, um, you know, that's they make up the largest percentage of the population. Um but uh, I, I, I don't know. It's like the, the one area where there is like a lot of authentic voices uh, that can make fun of their own marginalization, their own struggles, their own history is like Jewish people uh, in, in the media specifically, right? Like, I mean, so oh, yeah. fucking brilliant comedians uh, have, have done an incredible job with this. So I, I just find so, it strange. We saw a short clip, but she goes on to say, Along with a lot of these portrayals, Sarah says anti-Semitic tropes are stereotyped and often played up on camera, including what she describes as prosthetics to make someone's nose bigger. And when has that happened recently? I don't see that. Yeah. And a heavy New York accent with Yiddish undertones. The creator uh, is half Jewish. She's Jewish on on her dad's side, which technically oh, means she's not Jewish. Yeah, nope. I, I don't know how to. I mean, but like, it's okay. maternal. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, oh, do you agree with this? I, Beyond, I mean, you, you don't. No, no, I, I don't think there's a representation problem with Jews in Hollywood, obviously, yeah. and to entertainment at all. But I've never watched something and been like, it. No, I've never thought about this. I don't care about this. I think I don't. I but I think. I guess I see where she. I think she just sees like the representation, and then she's like, well, what about the Jews? But. I don't really see that there's an issue there. Well, that's why I say like it's like Irish people in 2021 being like, yeah, where why do the you fuck aren't Irish people playing Irish people? It's like half the fucking Hollywood cast is like Australian sexy dudes I, I portraying themselves as American. You I know just, what I mean? I I personally think that a good actor can play I can play any part, and I don't necessarily have a problem. Obviously, if you're like switching races, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, uh, Scar like Scarlett Johansson playing a Japanese woman. Yeah, like well, that, that's who, a, that's who's, a Ju who's Jewish, by the way. Scarlett's Jewish. Yeah, I did oh, not know fuck, that, bro. <laughs> um, I love when I learned that like a hot chick is Jewish. It's just like <laughs> you're like, damn. There's a lot of hot chicks because that are it Jewish. Means, because <laughs> it means like I could have had a chance with her. Is that how that works? Kind of. You could have had a chance with Scarlett Johansson. I think so, <laughs> because the Jewish thing holds a lot of weight when you meet a hot Jewish girl. <laughs> It holds a lot of weight. Well, I there mean, she is, she is married to Colin well, Jost, who is not Jewish. Yeah, so I that's think. what I'm saying. I would have had a leg up. 
Oh, oh, okay. I would have had a leg up. So that doesn't show that her preference is uh, going after. Uh, no, it means she genteel. settled. It means she settled for a fucking goy. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> she and she could have done so much better it with made the her Jew. Very happy. She could have done so and much she better made them with the unhappy Jew. instead. Scarlett's a full blown Jew. Yeah, she's Ashkenazi. Damn. Uh, we our her, babies would have been all fucked up. Her original surname is we, uh, Schlomberg. She dropped the Schlobner. <laughs> Yeah, that's. <laughs> I need representation. I need more schlombers in Hollywood. Yeah, that's what. Hey, there's another product. I mean, that is actually unironically a consequence of anti-Semitism. Is like so many Jewish people changing their last names for sure. Like that's definitely, definitely a thing too. But that that kind of implies Everyone again that, though, the the Hollywood. fucking wasp supremacy of the whole ordeal where it's like, you know. Uh, people coming from like more marginalized backgrounds, changing, meaning white, white Anglo-Saxon Anglo Protestant. Yeah, exactly. The thing is that that's the real standard. Overlords. So if you go to the industry and you see like there's you know Jews, uh, there's a lot of Jews represented, then it's like, dude, wasps own everything. Like this is, still this per capita, you know, there's more fucking wasps in charge in Hollywood and entertainment by course. far. Of course. So what the fuck? I, that's why it's like laughable when people are like. That's why the anti-Semitic tropes are laughable. I mean, there's like there is definitely uh, an overrepresentation uh, with respect to like uh, you know how many people uh, with respect to the demographics overall. But it, the same thing exists for LGBT members, and it's not like a conspiracy. It's that that's what people that were marginalized gravitated towards as an industry. That doesn't fucking imply anything. No, innocuous or are you not innocuous? Sorry, it, it doesn't imply anything like uh, fucking scary or, or creepy or whatever the fuck but i think people are just i don't know i guess but there's also something like i don't know anti-semitic <laughs> thank you keemstar well, <laughs> we knew that keemstar is anti-semitic oh yeah he once told all of his followers to uh tweet at me death to all jews i'm sorry what i swear to god he did that that's fucking insane. He did it. He said, everybody go tweet H.J. Street death to all Jews. That is okay. That's. <laughs> yeah. Like, do, we a, do we have a we have a clip of that? Did, or something? Yeah, he did it on video. There yeah, is a clip it's a, of it. There's a video. I mean, of he's it. done a lot on video. No, yeah. I, I'm just saying like Keemstar, <laughs> it's never it's never enough for someone like you. Keemstar hates the Jews. <laughs> oh, yeah. So but like there is an interesting thing, though, about white people or like passing white in this case of Scar. I mean, she, Jew, white, whatever. Uh, she's white. But like Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai, you know, that's like some real white savior shit. Great movie. Yeah, it was. I loved it. Yeah, it was a good movie, actually. <laughs> yeah, I like that movie it. too. But then also, you have Tom Cruise is a Scientologist, so that's representation that matters there. That is representation. Minority so, religion. <laughs> yeah. I don't think The Last Samurai was Scientologist, though, but I get your point. <laughs> um, and then Scarlet playing Ghost in the Shell. So it's like... But as an anime, I see why people want to want, like, Asian representation there. But I don't even... I mean, I personally think it's, like, funny. I, I don't... I don't think that's, like... You're not fixing anything there. So what representation does matter at what point? Representation absolutely matters when you center black voices in a black story. Instead of doing, like, fucking weird like white savior movies like every fucking every black it? trauma porn uh always revolves around like some fucking white person that's like the good white you know what i mean sure white people love feeling really good about like that's how how there were some good whites out there during uh the the you know yeah, civil they, rights go, movement or whatever good white. yeah yeah it's like 
uh, I don't know, <laughs> but sixty-seven uh, percent of the country thought MLK was like a terrorist. So I don't in the aftermath really? of death, even. So I don't think you would That's have been one of the good ones. I don't know. Statistically, you would have been one of the bad ones. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> especially if you're like a Ben Shapiro or a fucking oh, Stephen yeah. Crowder, you're like oh, the worst white there. Bro, you would have fucking. Um, you would have been spitting on him. I but yeah, spit, yeah. Whiteness is a expanding concept. It's not real. It's built upon the it's built upon the concept of exclusion. If you go to Nazi Germany, Jews were definitely not considered white. Neither were Slavic people. That's why, yeah. The white the Jewish thing America, is funny to me. I am considered white here in America for sure. Yeah. But like if you ask a you know, a white supremacist if I'm white, yeah, no. They would say no. We're in the same boat there, cause like For I'm sure pale as are. a motherfucker, yeah. so like I'm super white passing, Muslim, Turkish, but like, you know, directly from the Caucasus Mountains almost, right? Yeah. Um, but if you ask like, uh, you ask a white supremacist, I'm, you know, like, I'm Hussein, no. I'm Hussein Pecker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting but then, concept. But that was interesting. Yeah, if you ask the white supremacists, don't want me. I just and, I, like. Here's the reason why I brought up the blackface, right? Your position can absolutely change on issues. That's why I do what I do. I believe that people have the capacity to change. My positions certainly have over the years. They've evolved. But, like, it's kind of strange where, like, comedians will fucking exhaust, like, edgy comedy to its, you know, maximum allowance, basically. And and I don't have a problem with that, ultimately, especially if it's funny. If it's not, then, you know, that's a different subject. But uh, But then they turn around, and now it's like the tide has turned. And like everyone is doing this like corporate friendly, we're all brands uh, and and representation matters in the like aesthetic side uh, attitude. So now it's like, it just seems disingenuous. Mm. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to representation in Hollywood for uh, portrayals of like Jewish people or Jewish people in general. It's like, I mean, I, I feel like it's. I don't know. The thing is, yeah. it's, the, it's like a non-issue that it's you brought up. It's a non-issue. That's the thing. And it and it almost like takes away. It's from, not that funny either. Yeah, and, and, it, and it takes away from like, you know, real problems with representation when it comes to like black directors. I and, see. And okay. and that's a good yeah. like the the areas where like representation matters is where the areas where, you know, black and brown people do not make up uh, even like any significant percentage of writers' rooms or or. Uh, producers or, or you know, in front of the camera. Hmm. And that's what, that's why I'm like, well, what the fuck? It's just. So, yeah, and, right. So, and in short, but like, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, she just talk, maybe she's just talking and thinking out loud on her podcast. So maybe, maybe people are looking too much. In, I don't know. Yeah. But Jew face just sounds funny. I think yeah. it's funny. The concept of Jew face is funny. And she, as a comedian, yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. But then she got serious joke. about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it ruined the whole thing. Because I love Jewface. It's just like, hit me too. Like you could say, there's so much room with Jewface. You know? Like, I have a friend. He looks Jewish. But he's not. Yeah. Jewface. Yeah, he's doing... He's in Jewface. He gotta fucking Jew-face. take care of that. He's getting, he's getting the privilege of being a Jew... Like Scarlet, if God forbid Scarlet cross paths with him, and she'd be like, "This man's Jewish. I'm gonna take a shot." That's yeah, not fair. You're Rep- done. Yeah, that's you're not out. Representation. Yeah, that's fucked like up. He deserves. Colin Joss, we're coming after you, dude. <laughs> Leftovers podcast. <laughs> so, I've, been, um, I've been trying to find uh, evidence of, of of a recent movie where somebody used it, prosthetics to to make their nose yeah, bigger. Yeah, I mean, the, this is the only example I could come up with 
was in the movie Cloud Atlas, the actress Halle Berry, who's a black woman, <clears throat> in one of the plot lines, that's played a Jewish woman. Not Halle Berry. That's Halle Berry in makeup. What? Wow, that's would, really good. That's good ass Jew all, face. So that's amazing. some Jew face. That's right some there. good ass Jew face, dude. Looks fucking <laughs> spectacular. Wait, she's playing a Jew? Yeah, if you're familiar with Cloud Atlas, it's like it, it, people being reincarnated in a bunch of different why lifetimes. Would they, but, so so look, in one of her lifetimes, she's a Jewish Why would they woman. cast her to play a white woman? I just no, no, it's in the, it's an alternate universe. It's part, it's part of, you kind of have to see the movie she's to understand. She's herself. Oh, she's a black woman and, who's but reincarnated. But in one alternative. <laughs> oh, well, that makes one sense. one alternate timeline, yeah. I'm not going to get mad sort about of, that yeah. Jew face. Right. So, but it's like, it's like so getting mad at Dave Chappelle's white face, you know what I mean? It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, right. totally. Which I love, by the way. Yeah, so fucking funny. And and that's that's kind of my point, which is that like <laughs> one thing that I personally get like very upset about, even though ultimately I think like attacking culture uh, in this way is is unproductive overall. Uh, but one thing I get upset about is like I'll beat them up. People from marginalized backgrounds, whether they are Jewish, whether they are black, brown, like they make incredible content. Um, making jokes about said marginalization and said oppression and said struggle. And I think that that's where, like, there, there's beautiful art that comes out of it. Did you say Jews are, are marginalized? Yeah. Oh, thank you. But I don't, I, I, I will, no, but I don't I mean, think like, Jews in America are marginalized. No, but I, I mean, think we, like, there is a shitload of anti-Semitism. Dude, though. I mean, there's still fucking, yeah. there's a lot of anti-Semitism. People fucking hate my guts for being Jewish. Yeah, but then uh, what I'm referencing is like intergenerational trauma uh, as a consequence of the fucking Holocaust. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So there is a lot of, I mean, Jewish people are, are becoming better off uh, over the, over, you know, multiple generations now, and I'm not comparing it to black trauma at all, but there is a, there is a shared struggle there as a consequence of anti-Semitism that creates fucking awesome art. Yeah, and in a lot sure. of instances, yeah. they're making fun of, you know, their own stereotypes and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking funny. It's like, yeah, you're great, right. there, that's what it is. It's, it's great comedy shared... and I hate policing that where I'm like, why are, you know, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. I mean, what you, like fucking, uh, like the Nanette style. Uh, uh, comedy policing so that like every joke or every comedy special needs to turn into a fucking TED talk. It's like, please right. don't rob the fucking last remaining like uh, thing that is humorous on this planet. By the way, speaking of anti-Semitism. Uh, he he was serious. Like seriously, everybody tweet at fucking H3H3 death to all Jews. <laughs> there you have it. That's wonderful. Classic That's, shit right there, buddy. That's, That's Keemstar. We love that for him. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I woke guy. up one day and I was like, why is everybody wishing me death? I was like, psych, I get that every day. <laughs> He's Just like, another I didn't day even to see me. it. He's yeah. like, I thought it was a normal. <laughs> yeah, I thought another it was Tuesday. Day to me, fuckers. Yeah, so I've got, um, how long we've been going, Dan? Uh, about an hour and a half. And okay. it is noon. I don't know if uh, Hassan needs to We can to keep going because we started a little bit late. I okay, think. cool. Yeah, another thing, I've got my right-wing cringe comp that I want to go, this is kind of like my fun part. This is the fun part of the show. Yeah. So Alex Jones, as you heard, lost his lawsuits on a technicality. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. My theory on that, Alex Jones failed to provide documents during discovery over the course of years of the judge saying, you need to produce, you need to produce, you need to produce, and him ignoring court orders for years. So this wasn't like some bullshit judgment. This was 
They gave him as much time as reasonable possible. And because he failed to produce documents, he lost all of his lawsuits, uh, which he, I think he would have had a good chance of winning. It's the weakest way to lose a lawsuit, man. Can't but do it. The only way I have of explaining why he failed to produce documents is because if what if what he had to produce would have made would have been so fucking damning to his reputation. That what reputation, though? I mean, he's defended himself as, like, in divorce court, he's defended himself as, like, the things I say are actually parody and not meant to be taken seriously. And no. Carlson has done that, too? No. The things that he must have said oh, must yeah. be so horrific behind the scenes that he was willing to take the biggest L of all time. Oh, oh 100%. Because I know I know for a fact uh, that he he hates that. Like, he... He does not like the mentions of Sandy Hook. He like, he's trying to get past it. Yeah, he's trying to move past it. Yeah, well, he's he's, he's demonstrating growth, sweaty. Yeah, well, so here he is demonstrating growth. Uh, this is from what's today? This is from two days ago. Uh, right wing pastor Tony Spell calls in, and Love they that. are agreeing that the, the COVID vaccine is part of Satan's plan to depopulate the earth. Facts. Facts. No printers. They're going to have the answer for all the chaos and turmoil and, and the weather problems that are, are actually being controlled right now. by. Our I was about government. to say they have a huge secret government weather control program of the U.N. they admit exists. I love all the documents say, oh, on the fucking evil. desk, like straight up like Charlie Day with the conspiracy board on his yeah. desk. I mean, we did steal his set design. Yeah, and we do it better. This yeah. is a three million dollars set. How much steel, no steel from the best. We got no documents in front of us. I'm just Hell saying. Hell nah, bro. He's I got I mean, all the documents. But, we got. I have a laptop in front of me. I don't. I don't. He's got the fanciest fucking studio, and he's printing out like. No, he, that's why he has the overhead camera to like show, uh, you know, what documents he's looking at. He looks like such a boomer, though. And, and the documents are literally like a printed out Breitbart article. <laughs> why are you printing articles? Yeah, it's like, I got the documents right here. You've got to start pinching pennies with those lawsuits, uh, settlements pending. Sucking a ding dong. <laughs> so, um, yeah, apparently the vaccine is causing also the weather uh, problems we're experiencing. Uh, Everybody there, knows this. There might be something else causing the extreme weather, but it could also be the vaccine. No, it's the vaccine. And also the gays. Uh, yeah, it's UN climate control. Um, and not climate change, which is fake, and a Chinese communist propaganda. Yeah, there were some great ones where the, uh, I think, oh gosh, it was one of the classic uh, pastures was when the hurricanes were coming around, it was it was blaming the gays. Oh, oh, Rush Limbaugh, I think, did that. Oh, Rush Limbaugh did that? Um, Too much yeah. ducks? This he, also, he also said it was fake, and the, the hurricanes, hurricanes were never fake. Happened. And then, and then they caught him leaving the state. That's a, I see, Rush Limbaugh used to, does it like no one done it. Yeah. That motherfucker said, hurricanes aren't real. Yeah. While evacuating. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's high level. I mean, I laugh at his death every day. Yeah, I mean. uh, great. Yeah. Quartering's peas in his basement, but Rush Limbaugh. Well, I don't know what's the comparison. Our I just want to say Pete in his basement again. Yeah. What humans are made out of, so you're bad. Exactly. They're orchestrating the global depopulation collapse, and they're going to blame it on, again, the general public. Why does Satan want depopulation? He wants depopulation because he wants revenge against the human race because we took his place. They're saying this like they know Satan. 
Yeah. Like I've I had a long conversation. Also, I mean, he knows say he might be Satan. These people need to be on antipsychotics, not fucking television. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm an advocate for bringing back lobotomies for yeah. evangelical pastors, dude. No, mandatory I mean, lobotomies. It's like, dude, if this guy is leading your congregation, like that's a L. Like, how do you fucking sit there and listen to this fucking psycho? Like, just he looks. First of all, he, he makes so much bad. sense, bro. He looks evil. Like, I don't understand it. That's why. That's what's so funny to me about like right wing. Kenneth, Kenneth Copeland is the most satanic. Yeah, like these ever. motherfuckers literally look like the devil. Yeah, and you're just sitting there being like, "Yep, that's right." The de- and he's going like, "The devil is among us." Yeah, Satan might be right in front of your nose right now. Yeah, <laughs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? God made man in His image and after His likeness. The sh- the shot actually affects your DNA, the no, oxyribonucleic idiot. acid. Dumb it fuck. actually changes the it molecular structure of, of humans who are created in God's image and after His likeness. You that- could trust me. I'm sitting in in front of a bunch of books. That's right. He read all of them. The vaccine changed the DNA. I asked Satan. He said it to me. I know him very well. Okay, let's play the game. You think he's That's vaccinated? Why. They're all vaccinated. I don't know. Some of these dudes, especially at that level, some of them are like the right wing, uh, right wing AM radio hosts. They just fucking die. Nah, he's vaccinated. Yeah, he These guys have too much to lose. I was about to say, he probably has a lot of money. He's got a lot of money. He's loving his life. He's in on the grift. They're all vaccinated. What about Alex? He's vaccinated. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I suspect he's vaccinated. They're all vaccinated. All the Fox News guys are vaccinated. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. The only people who aren't vaccinated are the people that watch their show. You know what I mean? Well, the AM radio uh, hosts that are all around the country that, like, you know, those guys are not vaccinated. Yeah, but they're not rich. Huh? AM radio hosts, those motherfuckers still make money? Fuck yeah, they do, man. They, <laughs> dude, name they, one. Name one. Um, I mean, I don't know any of them by name because I'm not a psycho, but I don't like, think those mother, I don't think those guys make money anymore. Dude, they still reach to like a gigantic audience. Someone look up like the biggest conservative AM radio host and let's do some research. I mean, like Rush Limbaugh is well, like he's he's Rush Limbaugh, right? Yeah. But even then, like he had a Do you think fucking, he was vaxxed? Was he vaxxed? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I he had he was fucking cancer, so he didn't want to. He didn't want to die. He's vaxxed. Yeah. So, so one of the one of the radio hosts that died of COVID recently, this guy Bob Enyart, who I guess was fairly big. Um, it says his net worth was about a million. So you know, not crazy money. Not, not crazy, crazy money. But that's but like he's, low he's tier. He's doing well. I don't think so, bro. I don't think radio guys make money anymore. Well, yeah. Hassan's right, though, that this is probably just like a relatively small well, market. Well, just look up. I'm not, I don't a, care if they died. The I just want to know. I want to know how much money these fuckers are making. Right wing. Yeah. AM radio broadcasters wealth. <laughs> do some recon. Which, oh, uh, that's good. <laughs> the world's highest paid radio host of 2018. I mean, it's going to be like fucking Howard Stern and shit. No, he's yeah, not on radio. Too- he's on Sirius. Oh. Yeah, no, it says highest paid Howard Stern, earnings 90 million, Rush Limbaugh 84.5, Ryan Seacrest 74, Sean Hannity 36 million. These Glenn, guys aren't on radio. Are Glenn they? Beck. These guys no, they, are, they, have, they, no, are. they have radio shows. Yeah, but they're not making their money from being AM radio hosts. Glenn Beck 8.5 million. They're all huge network stars. Yeah, Glenn Beck is like one of them, 8.5 million. So, but this is what He's I mean. He's on TV. Beck is still one of the most popular radio He's talk show back. hosts in America with an estimated 10.5 million listeners. Damn. Yeah, but his never Trump stance harmed his bottom line. 
So that's why he he shut the fuck up about that. Yeah, you got to keep your mouth shut on all that. Yeah, most of his money comes from a seven-figure radio contract with Premiere. Okay. While he pads his paycheck with book earnings and low returns from his struggling media company, The Blaze. Damn, Forbes fucking ripped him. Struggling The Blaze? Yeah. Here, another another, uh, AM radio host that died of COVID, Mark uh, Bernier, Bernier, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his net worth about four million. So you know, again, okay, that's they're good not money. Like crazy I'm money, telling but you, would not well suspect off. it, right? Yeah. That's good money. That's right, dude. That's a fucking that's Daytona right. Beach. So that's a Daytona Beach talk show host. You know what I mean? He's got a fucking a radio show. How the fuck does he have four million dollars? And then you look at his like, uh, you know, you look at his audience, and you realize like, oh my god, these dudes low key still command like a pretty sizable fucking audience. Yeah. Conservatives are boomers. hogs, man. They consume. They find their boys and they consume, man. It's pretty impressive. Man. If we were conservatives, man, we'd be fucking... I know. Isn't it, bro? That's why I like always... socialist game? Yeah, that's why, that's why I always fucking laugh when people are like, ha, huh, he's using socialism to grift. It's like, yeah, that's why there's so many fucking incredibly Ugh. successful socialist broadcasters oh out there. Yeah, I think you're the only one that's on there's like, Yeah, there's like three, and we all get fucking ripped on nonstop by other socialists on the internet, and I could make What is this, so a comparison? Oh, how our set is more bomb? Yeah. He knows. He knows the truth. He's the Dude, that Sandy Hook, people are coming. Our set is looking bomb. He's rattling. He's scared. He doesn't even have an American a flag on his. too for when we show yeah. up on his show. Ours is more patriotic, first of all. That's right. Alex Jones is uh, a few months away from peeing in his basement. I'll tell you what. Isn't that just dark? The government is wanting to push this vaccine so so heavily and say, if you don't take it, we're going to it die. It literally marks your DNA. They're going to have the answer. Yeah, so. Yeah. He's yeah. still, he's being a good boy. This isn't being a good boy. He toned it down. He's just saying that the vaccine is a satanic uh, yeah. uh, conspiracy to kill everybody on earth. Oh, 100%. Nothing that's but fact. This is normal stuff, though. You know? This was a really interesting take from the Daily Wire host who basically said that uh, vaccine mandates, the Spanish Inquisition is more justified than vaccine mandates no that's that's wrong he's uh comparing it to cancel culture oh this, can't he's sorry, not yeah, he's yeah. Not cancel culture is less I'll, I'll just let you listen yeah. to it it's fantastic as for the videos i hate they this dem- guy this is ben shapiro's and he's got that look you know what i mean he's he just looks like a pedophile he's got that core <laughs> he does he does I'm sorry this is the youth pasture you bro, want to he avoid does, bro. he literally does a lot of fucking sus shit too like he he went to he went to like the fucking public meeting of the school board his children are fucking homeschooled like what are you doing at the school board meeting when your <laughs> children are fucking homeschooled dog what's yeah. wrong with you don't let this kid around yeah, kids, talking about bro. fucking crt and and mask mandates for children it's like mind your own business yeah you, you just you know your Doesn't children are you bitch yeah um so here's his hot take as for the videos they demonstrate an important point that gender ideology more than any other leftist doctrine is spread and pop- propagated by force. What you're witnessing in videos like this is a modern form of forced conversion. Gender activists compel normal people to affirm their doctrines under threat of public shaming, loss of income, or violence, or all three in some cases. In a forced conversion centuries ago, or, or even today in some parts of the world, you may have been coerced into affirming a religious doctrine under threat of being burned at the stake. Now you're coerced into affirming the doctrines of the gender cult under threat of having everything else in your life 
aside from your physical body, incinerated. Oh, okay. Trans activists are basically what your public school history teacher told you the inquisitors were. The difference is that the Inquisition okay, has been caricatures. Wait, hold on, hold on. You got it. This is my favorite part. Okay, okay. We'll hear it. Right here. The difference is that the Inquisition has been caricatured. I mean, it was far more defensible than modern day cancel culture is. The Inquisition is far more defensible than cancel culture. The Inquisition was straight up paranoid fucking Yo, mass I respect murderer. that. I got to be honest with you. I respect that. I Because like I hear... I hear dudes like defend the civil war. You know what I mean? And that's like, you know. I defend it from the northern perspective, sure. No, no, no. I'm talking, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, totally I'm talking like, you know, people defending the Confederacy. Oh, like, yeah, I'm just that's fucking, that's broke shit, okay? <laughs> Motherfucker was like, the Inquisition was defensible. But like, his boss is Ben Shapiro. The you don't hear that. mass murder Jews. Yeah, no, you, you don't, but you don't hear that a lot. No, you never hear that. It's, because my first reaction was like, okay, what was defensible about the Inquisition? Period. Or just mass murder her Jews, I think. <laughs> That's what he's, he's like, that was tight. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Was yeah. Pogroms, not bad for him. He's like, just, the real pogrom is cancel culture. So, such what, a crazy statement. I love the psychotic breakdown that has to occur in your fucking brain to suspect that a fucking trans person is at the center of power in any conversation like hmm. they are at the intersections of marginalization yeah you literally in numerous states can fucking get away with murdering a trans person and use the gay panic defense hmm. okay or the trans panic defense and like and it happens all the time trans black women go missing regularly nobody gives a fuck mm. no like nothing these are the most powerless people like the most powerless people yeah in in society right now so powerless that you can openly talk about their existence and just be like yeah trans people are uh, mentally ill or whatever the fuck you want to say and that's like normal conversations well, that, that can take place you can't do that for any other marginalized group in a similar capacity right and this motherfucker has the audacity to be like, they're the most powerful. They're they're they, leading they the Inquisition. They want to kill us all. Yeah, they want to kill us all. Yeah, and actually, you know the mass murder of the of Jews that took place, the Inquisition. Well, that's defense. That's more defensible than what they're doing. Yeah, not just Jews. They killed. They killed all kinds of people. But Far more defensible. He's yeah. saying. Yeah. So so what he's saying, therefore, is that. We need to kill trans people? I mean, that's what he's arriving at. I mean, if they pose that great of a threat to us, we need to eradicate them. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. <laughs> but I like, but I kind of respect it. Like I say, it's like yeah, creative. It, we, I love, and also like, you know, let's not mince words here. Just tell us, tell us who you are. I appreciate that, I guess. Yeah. It's a little scary. The, the, right? I feel like a lot of these dudes though, they, they, uh, they don't have a lot of people watching them. You know what I mean? So they succeed so? on that end. Cause like, who the fuck is watching Matt Walsh, dude? You know what I mean? He's such a fucking goober. Like, like who's like, man, this, I can't, I gotta get my daily dose I gotta of Matt get, Walsh. Right. He's not, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't understand it for Ben Shapiro either, but like, he's demonstrably successful, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but uh, Matt Walsh and like, you know, Michael Knowles, who I've debated in the past. Uh, those guys are they're the lackeys. They're they're not. They're I mean, not. He exactly. works for. I mean, I don't. I don't know how many people watch, but he works for a big media company. Yeah, Daily Wire. So it's not like you know somebody they've coast. They're a huge company, 
They've co-signed him. Facebook. They put him on the TV. Yeah, face. This is Zuckerberg-approved uh, content, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Zuckerberg <laughs> once famously said he he uh, the Holocaust denial, which is like the single telltale sign of a fascist person, uh, was uh, you know a difference in opinion. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, fantastic. Insane. Like an insane thing to say. This is a bro. It's just a difference in opinion, bro. Like you know who says well, that? That's Nazis. Te- that's technically true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, the difference in opinion is that, like, you're a Nazi. Um, is it true that, I, I was reading, I just heard this, is it true that they used to chant during executive meetings at Facebook, company over country? Or is that I've never myth? heard that, but uh, it doesn't Look that surprise up, me. I swear. That sounds like urban I legend. Know, but, but I swear they used to, I, I just company fact check that. Company over country is what they, they supposedly used chanted? To, yeah. It immediately came up. Company. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a Vox article. I was Zuckerberg's speechwriter. Companies over countries was his early motto. Company over country. They used to chant that. Dude, this these freaks. I mean, they they literally. <laughs> He's such a. They freak. control the internet in a lot of developing nations. Like they offer free internet in what is right. known as a walled garden right. uh, internet, and it was actually struck down in India. But I think a form of that still exists. Like. Latin America communications almost exclusively rely on WhatsApp. You know, like these guys, like they are more powerful than countries. They're so much more powerful than countries. They're more powerful than multiple countries at this point. That's the problem with that level of wealth, you know. Yes. Well, that, well, also that it comes at the cost is so much below. There's so many problems with that. A new book reports that Mark Zuckerberg emphasized a company over country mantra in his company's early days. Yeah. So was that just his mantra or was he literally making his employees chant that? Because that's some serious. Well, I mean, both are regardless. Bad. Yeah, this no, motherfucker literally thought to himself, company yeah. over country. Yeah, he's probably not alone. And in that. he's like, that's my guiding star. I'm the meat chef. It's awesome. Yeah, no, I uh, we got to bring back fucking tech serfdoms or well, I mean, we got to bring back serfdoms and make them tech serfdoms, you know, disruptive. Very disruptive <laughs> new idea called, uh, you know, having peasants that you can conscript to fucking fight for you. It'd be awesome. When you go to war with like, I don't know, fucking Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I know we're getting low on time, so I'm going to rapid fire. Here's Ted Cruz sending his thoughts and prayers to the victims of a school shooting, but more pressing issues he's here to talk about. And there have been far too many of these at far too many schools. And so... We are grateful for the courage and the heroism of the first responders, uh, and we are hopeful that, that all of the students uh, or individuals uh, who may have been injured will, will come through and survive. We're here today because of the Biden border crisis that oh. continues to rage on the southern border. Oh, my Lord. Dude, right, I mean, crisis. in there. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They cut him. They're so like, he's like, we're here today. And then they fucking cut his ass off. It's so good. All right. This so we dropped in there to hear a little bit of Texas <laughs> Senator Ted Cruz. Yeah. So, and there have so been the, far This is in his own state. This is in Texas. I mean, we know he doesn't give a fuck, bro. He ran to yeah. Cancun when the fucking state ran out of power. Yeah. Um, and then blamed his fucking daughters, who are yeah. massive Minecraft stands, by the way. I'm almost 100% certain that Ted Cruz's daughters are like woke as fuck. That'd be great. No, they they but straight you, up are. They I, might even watch this show. I, I, I I'm not so. even, Shout out Ted Cruz. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Ted Reach Cruz. Reach out. No, it's also out. they found his dad. Um, 
The Zodiac Killer. Yeah, they found his well, dad. Well, he's the Zodiac Killer. His dad killed JFK. Right. Oh, he's the Zodiac Killer? Yeah. yeah. yeah get that doesn't make sense. Straight, that, that doesn't make any sense, time continuum-wise. That's Donald Trump, baby. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, his his daughter's um almost certain because he he actually said a happy birthday dream. He like tweet. Oh he, yes. Yeah. See, yeah, I sent it in Discord. And uh, oh, his I know, daughters yeah. are gonna hate his guts. Yeah, his daughters. Well, are, they already do. That's for sure. Yeah, his yeah. His happy birthday are like dream. Big fans of all the Minecrafters. Oh well, and, shout out to the Cruz family. Your dad's a piece of shit. Yeah, no, for sure. Like <laughs> I, I I think that they know though. Like I, there's no shot you could be like a fucking Minecraft stan. <laughs> And, and not hate and, and not like realize that your dad kind of sucks. Well, he made those weird family videos too when he was running for president. You remember yeah. those super and the, awesome? And his daughter was like, they're like, don't touch me, dad. You have tonsil yeah. stones. Well, he also constantly fucking shits on him. Like, he's like, yeah, I went to Cancun because my fucking my five year old daughter wanted me to my go. My dumb bitch daughter wanted yeah. to go to Cancun. She forced me. Oh, you replied to that? Oh, I, I I just noticed that right below oh, uh, Ted Cruz's you, you were the top ratio. You fell off per, permanently over Texas plus ratio. Yeah. That's good. Can I am no, I locked in? It, like it is a permanent L for Texas. Like Ted Cruz's existence. <laughs> yep. Well, you see how much he cares about Texas. My th this is a school shooting that happened in Texas. My thoughts go out to the families. Anyway, it, it's but like here's the thing, dude. It, it's just done in America. It's so commonplace that like, Shooting. remember back in the yeah. day they used to say like, don't make this political, don't make this political, you know. And now they're just like, yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, thoughts and prayers, whatever. Let's move on to the real. Anyway, issue. yeah, yeah, the border crisis. Here's a suggestion: just don't be assholes. Yeah, because exactly. Is that Ted? That, that was Ted Cruz. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Interesting thought. Yeah, so that's a good one. I really like. Anyway, uh, let's see. Lindsey Graham booed by his own supporters for saying suggesting they should get the vaccine. Uh, fantastic. They've oh no, not like this. Freaking not like you this. Know, Chinese uh, censorship right there, dude. Yeah. So the the, the conservatives have uh, created a monster that they've lost control of. They've created a monster that is now eating their base. And it's killing so many people now uh, in the South and in red states. Now it's almost entirely people are dying by like 80% in red states. And it actually, I mean, we just crossed like 700,000 deaths now. Yeah. And you remember, Dan, I said this, this pandemic could kill a million people and thought I, I, people literally thought I was psychotic. Scaremonger. And here we are on the precipice, but now it's just killing mostly conservatives. And I think they are realizing they may have uh, fucked up with playing games with this. Here's well, the thing is, I don't think they care about their voters dying necessarily because like the conservative. They care about losing. Well, their strategy does not revolve around like, uh, you know, democracy anyway. And they always work from a minority position. Mm -hmm. Um and they have already set like new voting restrictions in like 19 states immediately uh, through Republican legislatures already that will totally obliterate voters uh, protections. So they can always win with a minority. That doesn't really matter. They can always stop people from voting and make it as hard as possible for people to vote. I think the real problem here is that like I see user pact and uh, the workforce is dying. And we can't go back to like a normal order of the economy mm. still, especially in like red states and stuff like that. And that's why they're like panicking. They care more about, you know, capital and they care more about the interests of capital than they do about like losing voters because their their strategy 
doesn't really rely on winning votes. <laughs> Their strategy mm. relies on making sure the other side can't vote. Mm. Poor people can't vote. Black people can't vote. So, But the, the truth is, even with the voter suppression and working from a minority position, the margins are slim. They're still slim, dude. Like, you yeah. you lose a couple thousand people in the wrong place, by. I mean, yeah, but you lose a couple thousand people, but then you stop 10,000 people from being able to vote. You purge them from the ballots. You make it so that, like, there's no mail-in ballots, you know, stop all of that immediately. And boom, all of a sudden, you, you yeah, they're, they're playing change, a high the, level game. They change the balance again. Well, here's Lady Graham um, trying to urge people to get that word. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is how much they hate it. Bro, y'all are going to die. I've seen wait, a lot wait, of wrinkled ass, wait. fucking bald ass heads in that crowd, dude. Bro, I hate these fucking videos. Yeah, thank you. People in the hospitals in South Carolina unvaccinated. Oh my wrong. God. You're wrong. <laughs> I read on Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg said that's a lie. But that's not. Dan, can you just find the? I hate these. I hate it. CNN. But like music over it. But like, why are they saying wrong to that? It's true. Like, how are you? Oh because God. I read on Facebook. But then that their hospitals are actually empty. The funniest <laughs> part about it is like whenever they turn around and they go. There must be another conspiracy. Why are all these anti-vaxxers dying? Someone's murdering them. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, dude. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's great. I read that the hospitals are empty, and I, my friend Joe's cousin went out there and went into, he went into the hospital, and it was empty. It's just like. And then he died of COVID the next yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, he was assassinated. Yeah, that's that's the wonderful part about it is that, like, you know, four of my family, immediate family members have died, and also COVID is still fake. Mm -hmm. And don't get the vaccine. Yeah, it's great, man. No, keep it up. Like, I don't care. If you're going to a fucking Lindsey Graham rally, like, and you're, you know, 65-year-old piece of shit, like, if you die because you didn't get the vaccine, I literally do not care. Those are, like, Don't let your the time, quartering hear that. Your time has come, okay? Your time has come. You're going to fucking <laughs> die sucks to suck at this point like i've given up on trying to vaccinate those people what i do care about is like you know poor people that are victims of misinformation that are working all the time don't have immediate access to like medical facilities things like that here we go love if you haven't had the vaccine you want to think about getting it because if you're my age boom Fuck you, I won't no. think about shit. 92% of the people in the hospitals in South Carolina are unvaccinated. Oh, wrong, bitch. My cousin Jeb works at the hospital. That's wonderful. It's <laughs> fucking awesome, isn't it? Uh, it's a death cult. Like, they, they are suicidal. Like, straight up. Like, there is no... I, I don't know how else to look at this other than that. Um, We've done two hours. Damn. So much great stuff. I know. Like, what, like, do, do I have time for one more video? I mean, if you make it real quick, but we, yeah. we are out of time. This one's really fast. Uh, Anti-vax protest in LA, or New York, sorry, destroys oh, yeah, a COVID that. testing site for no fucking reason. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. That these they're they're protesting the vaccine. Uh, hello. Protesting the vaccine and tearing down what the fuck kind of shit is that <laughs> tearing down a testing station yeah are we those are the real villains of society people that want you to get tested 
just are we like, against testing now? Or? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like okay, they're not even the like doing mass vaccinations there, dude. They're literally just testing you for COVID. Like you're like, anti. No, no thinking about COVID. <sighs> anyway, here it is. It's fantastic. I I always assumed that they should be in favor of the testing sites, especially because like these testing sites are helping homeless people, poor people on their commutes, like you know, run by fucking volunteers. It's psychotic. No testing, damn it. Well, do you know who, who this protest was? So these are New York uh, teachers and educators that refused the vaccine and got fired. That's what this protest was oh. over. Damn it! I'm just mad well, at COVID. the irony. The irony there is that, like, <laughs> the wonderful irony there is that, like, the the New York mandates also originally had a carve out for testing. Like, you either get the vaccine, or if you don't get the vaccine, you get tested on a weekly or uh, I think maybe on a daily basis. And uh, so them destroying a vaccination center is, or not a vaccination center, sorry, uh, them destroying a fucking testing center is additionally ironic. By that's the way, like the one way to not. A lot of people say like, oh, well, you see people are mass uh, resigning. It's like, you know, it's like 5% or something minuscule of the yeah. amount of people. But it's like, dude, you're around children. You're in grand part of society. Get vaccinated, bro. And if you don't, go find another fucking job. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's wild. That's the show. Two hours. Yeah. Fist bump. Maybe yeah. I'm going to pee in my trash can. Dog. I'm going to go know. pee in my basement, all right? Yeah, me too. Thank you, Hassan. It's been another Leftovers in the trenches fighting for you. True patriots on America. the front. Looking at on the, the front of looking America. at the juiciest of hogs, mm. big the big yeah. Take those hogs to market, boy. They're ready for slaughter. Best in show. That's right. Do we never salute? Or I mean, never always hold. <laughs>